just hit the live button. Uh, make sure I'm rolling here. Check, 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 check. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Rolling, rolling. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. <laughs> I can't believe fucking Lil Biscuit got that many people on the, the rolling remix. Who was on that bitch? It was like Method Man, DMX. Who I was Rat Man, I think, was on that bitch too. Who was on a rolling remix? Let me look it up. <laughs> It was Method Man, Red Man, and DMX. And I'm not going to lie, man. I thought that shit was hard when it first came out, man. <laughs> I think everybody liked that Looking song, back, man. it was corny as shit. Yeah, but, I, uh, I really wasn't a Lip Biscuit fan. It, no, was, I, it, it was funny because back then people used to, I like all type of me. I like I like Lip Biscuit. It's just like, man, come on, man. Yeah. You can't just use that as a reason. <laughs> like, you versatile in music. Yeah, nah, because that uh, Limp Biscuit like kind of just rap for some people, you know, because yeah. Fred Durst was rapping on some songs and he had rappers on songs. Yeah. So it, he was like, the oh, I like I like rap. I like Eminem and Limp Biscuit. Like, <laughs> yeah. nah, that shit don't count, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, what's funny is uh, our old PD was um, he obviously wasn't into rap music at all, mm-hmm. but he knew we was. So he would throw in like some type of Limp Biscuit, Jay Z, or whatever. Yeah, something like that. Where it's like, all right, there you go. <laughs> like, you want some rap music? Here's a rapper <laughs> on this. <laughs> like, come on, man. Here's, this ain't uh, the same. That song with M- uh, Limp Biscuit and Method Man that are all in together now. Here's the instrumental. Play that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be fair, the instrumental is hard because DJ Premier produced it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's all he knew, man. He he just knew <laughs> rap features on new metal songs and shit yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah. Yeah, i used to hate that shit man yeah 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 we're alive by the way we're me and figgy over here just reminiscing on um uh our days of our old program director working at sports radio 610 uh miguel martinez is on youtube he got a beef with you apparently you got a bone to pick what did With I do? Loop, it sounds like he Uh-oh. says, Figgy, why don't y'all take calls on the air? Uh, yeah, <laughs> let me answer that for you. OK, <laughs> the reason why most shows don't take calls is because most calls are terrible. OK, <laughs> if y'all was a little bit better in formulating your thoughts. Radio shows would take more calls. Yeah. OK, most of y'all are not good on radio, man. That's no offense. Look, it's something that takes practice to do. And most people call in, they have an idea what they want to say, but they get a little nervous and whatever and start repeating themselves and not making the point. But look, if you if you call into a radio station, you got to have a reason to call. OK, and you got to make your point quickly and, and get out. OK, yeah. yeah, I think, too. And to be more technical, be on the technical side, because I think you're right. But um Honestly, um, looking at our rate, I'm going to peel back the curtain a little bit. Looking at our ratings, whenever we take calls and heavy calls and stuff like that, a lot of people tune out. And we've seen a, a lot of dip in the in the uh, ratings when it comes to that. And it's tough. Like, I don't mind taking calls. Like, if it's a good call, like, I don't mind getting you on. But like like you said, Rocky, you just got to come strong. Like, hey, I think Landry is crazy because Bryce Young isn't all that good because of blah, blah. You kind of got to come with it. 
Like, come with that fire. You got get right to the point because sometimes people phones be going in and out. They be a lot of uh 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 uh. And as a listener, sometimes you might be like, I don't feel like hearing this, and you tune out. So if you can add something to the show, like be on it, bring that fire, then you know we we'll, we we'll take calls. But a lot a lot of the times it be it be kind of tough. It be kind of tough and. And um, we had meetings about it and all that stuff. And it was best if we kind of dial back on the calls. We we still take calls from here and there, but we had to dial back on the calls because a lot of people, it was, we, we get a lot of calls that are not good. We get some good calls, but we get some calls that's not good too. And that affect the show a lot. It's tough to listen to. It's that, like, I think it's just me being a former producer as well. Like I, I cringe when somebody is just a bad caller and they talk for too long and it's just it's nasty. Well, Miguel is throwing some fire, by the way. He's still going at y'all. He says people want to argue with Bryce and CJ. I feel like y'all want to control the narrative. Y'all used to be the show of the people. <laughs> and he also says, I miss the think tank. Yeah. Um and so how do you how do you respond, Figgy, as the representative Miguel, of in the loop? Miguel, you my guy, man, but I got to pull back the curtain a little bit again. The think tank was probably one of the lowest segments of of the show. Like like people call in and it's all fun and jokes and stuff, but when we look at the ratings, a lot of people tune out during that time. And it's kind of a wasted segment. So, even though it's fun, you know, it's fun for us, you know, we kind of get a little break, but it really don't do good. As far as ratings, so that's that's one of the reasons we kind of cut out. But um, like I said, man, we not we not trying to stare the uh, you know control the narrative and all that stuff. And to be fair, it's like some of my favorite calls I like to put on the air is when people disagree. So a lot of the times, um, you know, Landry might be saying something, and I might get somebody to call in and say, "Man, Landry, I one hundred percent disagree with that." And this is why, like, if you have a good point, like, you know, we're not trying to, we won't put you on the air because you disagree with us or something like that. But if you have a good point, you sound good, your connection is clear, I will put you on for sure. But a lot of people, you know, they might say, Landry just so stupid. I don't know why he's on the, it's like, why would we put that on? You're not really bringing anything to the show. So, you know, I have to, I had to monitor that a lot. And, you know, I, you know, if like I said, if you call in Miguel, if you call in with, you know, a good take or something like that, I will put you on personally. But a lot of times people just, you know, just they just kind of want to hear themselves talk. They ramble a lot and they don't, and, and they kind of affect the show because now Landry and Lopez is reacting to this bad caller and they're going to talk about that for about five minutes. And you know, if you if you sitting there listening, you might be like, "Man, I don't want to hear this, this, um, this jackass on the radio." Like they putting this caller on here, and he sound like a p- complete fool, and that could kind of turn somebody off. <laughs> so that's why. And like I said, like we dial back the callers a lot, and it really helped the show. So, um, but we do read text messages. So if you text in. They'll read it and all that stuff. But if you got a good call, I'll, I'll put you on for sure. And people, you also have to recognize, like, the show is John, Landry, and Figgy. 
when you bring callers in, that interrupts the flow of what they got going on, man. They're usually discussing something. They have a take and they're going back and forth between what they do. And then now they got to introduce somebody else, get his thoughts. And it, it just ruins the flow in a way, man. There are some good callers out there, but there yeah. are also a lot that just some people think they're funny and they're not. Some yeah. motherfuckers think it's fucking uh, comic view when they get on the fucking <laughs> phone and want to make jokes and shit. Like, man, sit your ass down, dog. Yeah. So that's the thing. I think reading text like this format, by like reading y'all's messages is a lot easier to react to. Like, imagine if we we had y'all come on and and just say something and leave in the middle of whatever we're talking about. It kind of interrupts the flow, man. But seeing y'all's messages, reacting to what y'all say on here, it's easier to keep a flow going and easier to introduce other people's yeah. thoughts without yeah. getting a whole new voice in. Yeah. Which sounds terrible, by the way, on radio because motherfuckers are calling, they're driving, they got. That's another thing, y'all calling and y'all don't even care about how the fuck you sound, man. <laughs> Y'all be driving through traffic with the windows down, Man, with some, your radio some, up. Some people be you at the drive. Got an echo on the fucking some, radio. Some people be at the drive-through trying to order something, <laughs> and we just like what, what right going talking on? to your wife or something at the doctor's office. At, <laughs> like all this, y'all y'all have no. And I, I don't mean y'all as in people watching this podcast, but tell me y'all callers, man. Y'all have no regard for how you sound on the radio. It's like you don't even realize you on the radio, and you just call in from whatever situation you in and just want to talk. If you, if you somewhere where you don't sound good, just text, man. Don't, you don't have to call in and, and sound terrible. Cause it, it, trust me, you might not hear it yourself, but y'all sound bad when y'all calling from bad connection in traffic, windows down, all that shit. Somebody else talking in the background <laughs> It's a whole lot going on, and it sounds bad on air, man. So yeah, and that's I think, one reason and then a, a, a lot of the times too, some people might be listening on the app, and they might react a little later. So mm -hmm. we might moved on. We talking about you know uh, NFL free agency or the NFL draft, and somebody, hey, I want to react to uh, Michael Brantley being out for the you know, <laughs> and it's like I can't really put that on. Like so, we sitting there talking about who they gonna draft in the NFL draft, and then they and then Landry go to the phones and yeah, Michael Brantley, I, I think he's very important to this team. It's kind of like. Is all over the place a little bit. Exactly. That's so, goes to interrupting the flow, man. Yeah, so, but I will say this: if if we're talking about a um, a certain topic, and you got the perfect you know take for that topic, and you know it won't interrupt the flow or anything like that, I'll put you on. It it's just got to make sense. We got to make the show flow, because otherwise, you know, the show might be all over the place and. Shoot, honestly, dealing with them too. Sometimes the show could get all over the place without calls. Sometimes they, you know, I, you know, we got to string them back in a little bit because they, you know, they go off on a tangent, and we be sitting there like, how do we start talking about grocery carts? Mm -hmm. And you know, <laughs> sometimes it, the show be all over the place anyway. So, um, yeah, man. But if you got a good call, I, I will get you on. Yeah. And what up, Tab, as well? Tab, Tab says, people are stupid. I wouldn't take calls either. <laughs> he says, Colin Coward doesn't take calls. That, that's funny because that reminds me of uh, our good friend Matt Hammond, who <laughs> um, I believe Colin Coward was like his personal Jesus Christ, like his idol, man. He looked yeah. up to him and formatted the way he did radio. Um, and 
Matt wouldn't want to take calls either. And I would yeah. say, like, whenever I did one of his weekend shows, I'm like, we got callers, man. He's like, well, Colin Coward doesn't take calls. Uh, what do you think about taking calls? And like, he would al- always handle a call bad as well. So I was like, yeah. after a while, I just stopped answering. Because <laughs> I'm like, look, y'all not going to get on. And, oh, yeah, the worst show at taking calls. I don't know how um, the morning show with Sean and Seth goes. But when I did the triple threat with Rich Lord, uh, Ted Johnson, and Sean Pendergast, they were the worst at taking any kind of call, man. Like they did not take any calls, but they would let us know that the phone was ringing. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> and Christina uh, handling some business over there with yeah, uh, <laughs> it could have been a text. You could have you could have text me. <laughs> Look, she wants she wanted to make herself known and, and, yeah. and let uh let her know that you she let got her you know that her. we're together. <laughs> <laughs> Had to tune in to make sure you got the thing for her, man. Yeah. Miguel says I actually drank a beer with Matt Hammond. He was a cool dude. Matt Hammond is cool, He's man. Super like cool, I, man. I, I fuck with him. I fuck with him. He's an inter- he was a really interesting guy. I'll say that much. But um his his radio was just it, it could be very frustrating working with him at times, but yeah, uh, yeah he's a cool guy in person, man. I I, I enjoyed uh, hanging with him at times, and yeah, he's he's a cool dude. I hope he's doing well. I haven't talked to him in years, but I hope yeah. he's doing well. It's funny because now you got a lot of people doing streaming and YouTube stuff like that. He was doing streaming for a long time. It was he the Hammond show. He was doing yep. that at the same time every day. And uh, it was funny because it looked just like Colin Cowherd, man. It was like mm-hmm. damn near the same setup. So um, that was cool. He he just totally gave that up, man. I think he focused on his real job and you yeah. know done with he sports. He let the world beat him, man. He let he he let go of his dream. Damn shame. But <laughs> hey, sometimes sometimes reality hey. comes, man. You got bills to pay. Hey. You got he, a girl. Hey, who wants he making he got making a family. He making a lot more money than he would have been making oh, talking yeah. sports. So. he's in a good space (laughs) yeah yeah well good for him good for him i hope he's doing well i haven't talked to him in a long time but i'm sure he's okay i think he's in austin now too so good for him um anyway oh yeah this is gems and juice by the way it's not just the uh, sports radio 610 memories um (laughs) we are a podcast that talks about hip-hop and other miscellaneous things in the culture i'm ryan rocket he's figgy fig Biggie over there in Cleveland late last evening. <laughs> He's over there, man. He's uh, With the uh Cleveland what, what late are you last doing, evening. Man? Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm out here visiting family, man. Um, me and the wife he caught a flight. So um late last evening <laughs> <laughs> to Cleveland. But um yeah, man, spend some time with the family, Easter and all that stuff. So um yeah, man, right now I'm actually at Odyssey Cleveland. So this is where I first started, man. Yeah. And, yeah so I went to um, visit. Came back all bossed up, didn't you? Flexed on them, didn't you? Hey, I, I actually like, came hey, in. Y'all, like, y'all yeah. ain't made me full-time over there. Now look where I am. <laughs> Motherfuckers. <laughs> Pretty much. Biggest market, too. <laughs> bitches. Yeah, but I uh, I walked in and seen some old people I used to work with. And honestly, it was, I, I would say it was a little bit emotional because it's like, dang. Like, first of all, the place looked totally different. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, they just showing me around. Everybody was happy to see me. And, um, you know, sometimes I got to remember, sometimes people might not say they see you until when they see you. 
when they see, they be like, oh, yeah, I see everything you're doing. You're doing this. You're doing that. You're the producer. You're a star. You're a... So um, it was good. It was a good feeling because, like, I really came from the bottom. Like, I was an intern. I was a street a street teamer. And uh, a lot of people, you know, know the story of me being on the street team, moved, moved to Houston. I was still on the street team, ended up working my way up into programming part-time and I just worked my way up and the rest is history. So um, it was super dope, man. Just going around. I, I seen a whole bunch of people here. I seen Ken Carmen. <laughs> so he, he mm-hmm. was around here. This was kind of right after his show. So it was like, damn, he was one of the first people I talked to uh, when I started interning, when I was, you know, when back in, I want to say 2012. So uh, it's just like, dang, man, this is kind of surreal to see, you know, everybody doing their thing. And I'm kind of up there with them, too. It's not like I'm just this little kid or street team. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn, I'm right here, too. I'm in Houston. I'm, yeah, I got my own show. I'm, I'm putting myself in the damn show at this point. Like, <laughs> like a lot of people say, oh, yeah, I'm the producer of this show. I'm like, yeah, this is our show. <laughs> Landry Locker, John Lopez, and Figgy Fig. Like yep. my 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 picture is on the Odyssey app too. So um it was it was cool, man. It was good seeing some old people around here. And um yeah, man, it it kind of feel good to be back at home. But Yeah, man. You like uh Will Smith going back to Philly. <laughs> For real. <laughs> After For living real. in Bel Air. Yeah, now everybody like, man, you just moved to Houston. You ain't yep. coming back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, somebody asked me if I was coming back, and I was just like, eh, I don't think so. Like, oh, I would have to make a lot of it, had to be like, you had to smack me for turning this money down for me to mm-hmm. come back to Cleveland. So, I'm like, I don't know if I could, I could do that. So, I, I like, I, I just like the city of Houston better, man. Yeah, it's, it's more opportunity, the weather nice. Um, I got friends in Houston now, so. But um, I love it, man. Well, we love you too, man. We're glad to have you here in the city. So <laughs> definitely wouldn't be the same without Figgy Fig holding it down, man. Yeah, Pablo. So, uh, <laughs> what up, Pablo? See you on Facebook, man. What's going on, dog? Yeah, yep, I'm in Cleveland late last Le- evening. Late last dog. I'm Pac was just so unintentionally funny. <laughs> I caught a plane late to Cleveland late last evening. <laughs> some niggas cleaning, some niggas no longer breathing. Like his voice was just fucking funny, man. Yeah. <laughs> Something about Tupac, man. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, Jim the Jukes podcast. We back at it, man. A lot going on, a lot going down in City of Apes Town uh, that we can break down. Um, so, yeah, I'm blowing. I'm played, dog. ESG the Freestyle King. Watch out, man. I'm coming to the crown. Uh, yeah. So yeah, uh, uh, new releases, man. Not a whole lot going down. Uh, not a whole lot released. Um, I did listen to like half of that Larry June and Alchemist mm. album, um, and it was cool, man. Like, I guess you got to kind of be in the mood for it. But um, and, and there's once on the single, there's a video cut for it. Alchemist is actually like legit back rapping now. Mm. You know, he's rap he's rapping on the song as well. Um, I feel like he's gearing up for something, some kind of solo release at some point. So that's cool. Um, now, I think it's been long enough that we can be a little honest about Alchemist at this point, man. About like, his rapping or just about history? his beats, man. Really? <laughs> like, 
Now, I, I defend the the sample loop with no drums. I'm like, it's cool. It has its place. But, dog, and some songs, I was just falling asleep, man. <laughs> like, the slow sample from some song you never heard of and some nigga just rapping over it with no kind of percussion or drums or anything. Like, it, it can be tough sometimes. You really got to be in that zone, man. You got to be uh, in, in a, just a zone to maybe ride in your car or something. But I don't know, man. But I, I can't act like Alchemist has not been hit or miss, especially when he does, like, these full albums. Yeah. Like, I, I find myself skipping quite a bit. I got to be honest. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I think he still has it. Like, he still got the uh, Johnny P's caddy he did with uh, – j cole and uh what was it conway not conway it was uh benny benny the butcher yeah like he got beats like that he can still produce but some of these projects is just um it'd be putting you to sleep man it's like uh some nyquil type beats you know (laughs) like i'm like i don't know man so i gotta say that much because i've heard people act like alchemist now is better than he's ever been yeah, and I I'm disagree like, with that. Yeah, I mean, he's his output has been great. I mean, especially considering the fact that he's been in the game for so long. Yeah, the other producer, even DJ, DJ DJ Premier, who's like one of the biggest producers of all time, he fell off. You know, yeah. so the fact that he's still producing and doing it at a high level is impressive. But he ain't there. Ain't no we gonna make it. Yeah, being made, <laughs> being made today by Alchemist. Yeah, or hold Let's you down real. or yeah. Or, I would say his some of his best work was probably like a lot of Mob Deep and Prodigy yeah. stuff. Man, that was some of his best. Return work. of the Mac album, I think, is classic, like his best man. work. That was that was a classic album, man. Yeah. I feel like nobody talk about that album like mm-hmm. that. But yeah, that was some of his best work, man. Like, and I like some of his work now. I think I think what I like about him is who who he's working with. Like, yeah. I like him working with currency. I like him working with like Earl sweatshirt and, you know, people like that. But, um, I don't think he's like top. Not, I don't think he's like LeBron, uh, like somebody that's in his peak right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he's still okay, but yeah, I, I kind of agree with you on that. Yeah. I mean, the, the narrative of him being better now than he ever was, I, I can't get down with that, man. But, like, I still like his beats. I still like the fact that he's producing. I mean, look, somebody got to hold down that old school sample sound, and he's be- he's good at it. But, um, yeah, let's not act like he- this is not prime alchemist we're seeing here, man. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm still looking forward to his solo album, man. We'll, we'll see what he got cooking up if he, is- if he does drop one. But, yeah, so if y'all like Larry June, if y'all like Alchemist Beats, check it out. It's called, uh, I forget what it's called already. It was called something. But uh, yeah, check, you know, l- look up Larry June in streaming. You'll see it. It was Larry June Alchemist. It was called No, um, The Great Escape. There you go. Okay. So yeah. Drunk. What up, Drunk? Uh, see, Drunk and YouTube say y'all doing 7 p.m. streams now. I wonder man. why y'all been missing y'all streams, man. man we've been look. all over the place, man. Like, I, I and it's my fault, man. I got the busy schedule right now. I'm in Cleveland, Ohio, so we usually stream on Fridays around what seven, 
Around yeah, seven. seven, eight, something like that. Yeah, but um, I want to say last week we didn't because I had to work. And um, this week we're doing the Thursday because tomorrow um, we celebrate my wife's birthday. My wife's birthday on um, Hey, happy Sunday. birthday, Christina. Yeah, her birthday on Sunday. And so the family and all that stuff getting together Friday night. So, um, yeah, man, I've, <laughs> I've been booked and busy, man. <laughs> booked and busy. Look. It's got money. We got lives to live too, man. We try to feed you <laughs> off the content and whatnot, but look, we got to get money as well, man. We ain't we ain't open to donation. Y'all niggas ain't donating, okay? <laughs> we we ain't getting no GoFundMe money, okay? We got to grind for ours, man. So sometimes duty calls, and we got to make some money. Yeah. But uh, now nah, glad to have y'all all here, man. Uh, we doing an early Easter stream just for y'all, just yeah. for uh, the vibes. Yeah. So. Drunk says, I'm glad y'all still doing shows. Y'all got something special here. We appreciate that, man. We yeah, really do. We, we really do. appreciate that, dog. Mm-hmm. Salute. Yes. Um, did anything else come out that you listened to by uh, any chance? I know there are some new releases coming out uh this week. And on Friday, I believe Drake got a new single coming out. Ray Shrimmer got an album coming out. There's projects dropping this week. Um, but have you heard anything recently? Um, I checked out some of the uh, DJ Drama album. He actually have an album out. This ain't the DJ Drama mixtape. This is a DJ okay. Drama album. So uh, it's called I'm Really Like That. So whatever he is, I'm really like that. <laughs> <laughs> so he got a um, lot of features on here, man, as expected, because he's not on here rapping. But um, uh, Tyler, the creator, Lil Baby, um, A Boogie, he got a song with Nipsey Hussle, Jeezy, and Blast, which okay. I heard a lot of um, a lot of good things about that one. Lil Wayne, Roddy Rich, Lil Uzi, Forty Two Doug, Rick Ross, West Side Gun got a song. Um, G Herbo, Wiz, uh, your boy Ti. Um, no, no. <laughs> he he got a song with Offset and Mar- Moneybag Yo. He got he got a lot of people on here. So uh, I listened to some of it. It was okay. But um, it's you know, when you, I I really don't expect much from people like a DJ Drama or DJ Khaled because they kind of they I'm trying to f- see how to say it. They, they I guess they're kind of like I don't want to say radio DJs or mm-hmm. hit DJs. It's saying like their formula is get some of the hottest artists out right now, throw them on a song together. And that that's kind of what this is. Yeah. So so you know, you'll probably have some songs on there you like, but it's kind of one of those. I got to be prepared for it a little bit. But um, yeah, it it was okay. It was kind of you know I I would probably say it's better than a DJ Khaled album, but it was okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that these albums are basically mixtapes by Khaled and Rosenberg and Drama. So you got to take it for what it is. Just say the songs you like and move on. Yeah. Um, Drunk says, I don't know if y'all on this on y'all topic list, but did y'all see Rich Homie Quan challenge Roddy Rich to verses because Roddy took him off a song? And if so, who would win? OK, first off, that question is hilarious. I mean, a Roddy Rich and Rich Homie Quan versus <laughs> how many views did that shit do, dog? Like, yeah. and, and I was actually just wondering this when you said Roddy Rich. What happened to Roddy Rich, man? At one point, I feel like he was like the hottest dude in rap. 
when that yeah. the box song came out. Yeah. And I haven't really heard from him since then. Yeah, because I think his first album or project was really good. Mm-hmm. But then I think he dropped another project and a lot of people shitted on that project. And I think he kind of been chasing his tail since because I think he he did what a lot of people should not do, a lot of artists should not do. They respond to the critics. Yeah. So and then they try to come out with something else to try to please everybody. And that's when you kind of start shake, you know, chasing your tail a little bit. And now you become like a, you know, for lack of a better person to name, but like an Eminem towards the end where you kind of mm. just trying to please everybody. So you see the you see the comments, you see the criticism. So now you try to give them the rap album that people was talking about. And it's like, what you doing at this point? But um, yeah, I seen I seen this. I seen uh, Rich Homie Quan. I guess I guess they I see they end up squashing it because I guess Rich Homie Quan was a little offended that he took him off of, off of one of the songs, and um, I think it was out of Roddy uh, Roddy Rich's hands. I think I think that was probably a label thing, and um, Rich Homie Quan thought it was him. But um, I don't know. I, I kind of look. Rich Homie Kwan had a moment, man. I feel like his 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 run kind of ran short. But I thought he was super dope. I don't know what happened to. Him. I don't know if he just quit rapping or what. But I thought he was gonna be around for a minute. And um, now you kind of see a lot more Rich Homie Kwan's out. And I I thought it would have been a good little look for them to have a song together, but. I don't know. I, like, do Rich Homie Quan got enough music to even do a versus? Neither of them do, and, man. And, yeah, I'm like, like, damn sure. Um, uh, Roddy Rich don't. But I don't know. I don't think. Yeah, I don't know why people still bringing up verses anyway. But that's yeah. Not be that's a what I was gonna say, man. Because <laughs> that's like the new mark of just a desperate rapper. Somebody who's begging to do a versus. Now we see Jim Jones want a fucking rematch with Jada Kiss, <laughs> and Jada Kiss agreed to it. Oh my! I'm goodness. like, dog. Nobody uh, want to see that shit. Number one, versus is dead. Okay, can yeah. we admit versus is dead now? It When's is. When's the last man. time there was a hype one that it, people actually wanted to see? The la- it's been a minute. The, the man. last one was the Dipset and Lots versus. That, that was, was like last the last one. great one. Yeah, there have been a couple since then, but. They all disappointed. That was the only one that was like great to watch. That recently. was the one that lived up to the hype. Yeah, and in a, in a different kind of way because everybody yeah. thought Dipset would show up and they didn't, <laughs> but it was still fire. A great hip hop moment. <laughs> but like, come on, man. Figgy said, uh, "Drunk said, Figgy just threw verses in a grave with the dirt on top." <laughs> hey, I mean, we I've gotta been, we gotta bury the I've verses, been, man. I've been trying to keep it alive a little bit because I know Rocket. You've been saying it was there for a minute. Yeah, I'm like, no, nah, I think it's some. I think it's it, it can still be something there, but it been almost a year now, man. It been almost a year with nothing, so I'm not sure if it's a money thing. I'm not sure some lawsuits going on or what, but it been super quiet. Remember, I think the last time we brought up verses was, uh, it was rumors that they was uh, working on a, uh, I think it was Diddy and Jermaine Dupri. Diddy and uh, yeah, the, Jermaine Dupri, and that since then that went quiet so i don't know if just i mean swiss and them sold the sold the company mm-hmm. so they got their profit but 
I don't know if it's just whoever they sold it to trying to figure out how to benefit off of it because I still, like, they sold it for a lot of money. I still don't know how you benefit off of something like this. I mean, there's a lot that goes into it now. Yeah, It was very easy during a pandemic when it was just two people in a studio. Now you got to rent out a venue. You got to do all this stuff in the production side. You got to pay the artist to come. Yep. And you got to market it and promote it. It's gotten more expensive than it's probably worth at this point. Yeah. For, it, it, now all you got left is like the high profile people who are not going to do it unless they get a huge bag. And yeah. I'm sure at that point, the company won't make any profit off of it if you're paying the artist that much. Yeah. So, and Junk, yeah, that's a good point too. Junk says they put up the paywall and we stopped caring. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I mean, they, they got to make money. Yeah. So that's yeah. where you're kind of caught because yeah they, they do need to make money because the production costs have gone way up to yep. do it yep so i i don't know how they can benefit off of it man because like i i, I think it was a good moment for the pandemic and i think i think timberland and swiss pretty much finessed everybody and they got what they could out of it that's why i wasn't mad when they sold it yeah because it's like man they was doing the shit for free <laughs> like it was a instagram thing and they made it to something. They got whatever, 25, 50 mint, whatever it was, they got got from it. And it's, you know, keep it moving, man. That was, that was an easy 50 mil. So, you know, I'm not mad at them for giving it up. I know a lot of people are saying, oh, you know, you're supposed to keep it black on and all that stuff. You don't know how long this shit going to last. So get whatever you can out of it. But um, like I said, I don't know how you make money off of it. On top of the artists, you got to deal with the egos, uh, the uh, mm-hmm. artists with the egos. And and some artists probably don't want to be embarrassed and all this other stuff. So I don't know how you do that, man. Yep, I've got an idea for the Roddy Rich and uh, Rich Homie Quan versus. You make it a three way. Rich Homie Quan, Roddy Rich and Fetty Wap. <laughs> you call it the niggas who was hot for one summer versus <laughs> special guest Mims and Jibs. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking random yeah. people, man. Because, uh, yeah, no, nobody's going to want to see that bullshit, man. And, and yeah, Jim Jones was talking about I, we, we got to run it back and do it at Madison Square Garden this time. Like, nigga, shut up, dog. Yeah. It's over now. Yeah, like, don't, like, you you trying to go back so you can, you know, instead of getting fried in the pan, you want to get fried in the oven? <laughs> <laughs> you trying to jump out out the yeah. frying pan into the oven. You had, yeah, yeah that y'all you had, had y'all, y'all shot. Y'all talked yeah. y'all shit. Y'all was ready for it. Y'all should have been ready for it. Yeah. Knew it was going to be a big deal, and you didn't show up. Yeah. So, Look, uh, look, low keto. Uh, speaking of dip set, dog, the dip, the Cameron and May sports talk show was fucking great, man. I love it, man. Like, that shit. When I first heard that, I'm like, okay, it's gonna be stupid as hell, dog. That shit is legit hilarious, man. Yeah, I love it, man. I, I love it. I'm surprised. He, I wonder if he gonna like speaking of selling, you know, a black owned stuff. I wonder if he eventually gonna sell it to one of these companies. Like a, a bar stool or something, get a bag from them or something, because I think it's genius, man. Like I, I think it's hilarious. Him, him and Mace. I ain't know Mace was gonna be on it full time, but um, <laughs> like some of the shit, I'm just like, what the fuck is they talking about? But I was watching it though. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> 
<laughs> drunk, drunk was killing me. He said special guest Mayno and Young Jock on that verse. I, I was about to bring up Mayno. <laughs> yeah, special guest uh, uh, Gorilla Zoe. Yeah, just <laughs> random ass people, man. Yeah, at least uh, the Jock- 2000s had so many yeah. one hit wonders. I feel dog like more. I mean, we got plenty now, but 2000s in general just had a lot of one hit wonders going around. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I love the Cameron and May show, man. That shit's hilarious. Is it's the one thing Dipset has done that made me forget about the verses, you know? Like, but yeah. Cameron's hilarious. Cam and Mace have great chemistry for people who haven't talked in like twenty years. Yeah, I think they just recently got back to being cool because yeah. they had beef for a long time after um, whatever happened between them. I think it was after Mace got his deal with Bad Boy, he fell out because whatever misunderstandings. I know Mace talked about it on his Drink Champs episode. Yeah. He said that's one of the things he he regrets is falling out with Cameron. I think they kind of patched it up right after that, but they yeah. have great. They, they seem like they've been friends their whole life. Yeah, and they have been to be honest. They 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 were always friends up until you know the horse and carriage video. Yeah, which you know I think that was kind of the last draw. But um, what's crazy is it's you know we kind of grew up looking at like Cameron, Jim Jones, Joel Santana, all them. Mm-hmm. But it seemed like it's really Cameron and Mace is is Killer Cam Murder Mace that always yep. had the chemistry because it, like from my understanding from from the outside looking in it looked like Cam and Jim ain't that cool like that like they kind of like it's it's not this bad but it seemed like they kind of got like a Gucci Mane Waka Flocka type of relationship right now currently and you know I know they always gonna show each other love but it seemed like Mace and Cam are you know, like more close than mm-hmm. Cam and Jim. And that could be the problem with that versus they did because they were all out of sync. So uh, you could tell they ain't performed together in so long. Yep. Um, yeah, I think, I yeah, but I think that, that show is, I love that show, man. <laughs> nah, that's hilarious. Drunk says when you real friends at it, that's how it be 20 years apart. Ain't nothing. Yeah, but that's 20 years of beefing as well. That's not just 20 years of just not talking and falling out and of touch. That's 20 mm-hmm. years of you don't like this nigga at all and dissed him on records. And I, I think that's just their Harlem mentality, though, that, man. I think that, that's just how they that, are. That shit's so weird, man, because remember, it was yeah. at one point they made up, they were cool. And then remember randomly, um, I think Mace made a diss song about Cam. Yeah, they talk about he slept with his cousin and all this other stuff. Like out of nowhere, to, yeah, that's yeah, when Mace was coming to, back and just dissing people for no reason. Yeah, he moved, he he got beat up and moved to Orlando or something, some shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then Cam came back with a diss song. It was just like what the, f-? and then they after that they were cool. Mm-hmm. So it was just like what the fuck, and uh, Mace was like, yeah, you know, I had to spank him a little bit. <laughs> I'm just like, I do not understand New Yorkers, man. <laughs> yeah, there's that Harlem mentality, man. I don't know what that is. Like they fucking they diss each other the worst, like out of bounds disses. Yeah, and the next day they cool and laughing and yucking it up, man. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's some wild shit, dog. He said he was sleeping with his own cousin. <laughs> So I'm like, what the? F-? <laughs> and then Cam responded and said, "The only cousin I fuck was yours." <laughs> yeah. I'm like, man, what is going on? <laughs> Dog, that was some wild shit. But yeah, that show's funny. But yeah, that's one thing. Uh, Drunk brings up that point as well. Is he says, "I only see it when it goes viral on Twitter. I don't know where to find it." Yeah, they don't promote the show in the clips, man. And that's yeah. one thing I've noticed. And actually, I saw like somebody expose this. 
there's a lot of fake podcasts out, man. Mm. There's like clips that go viral, but they're not from anything. Mm. Like people just record, like do a, a a podcast and just take clips and put the clips out and don't put the podcast out. Yeah. So like <laughs> there's some the gazy ass. Yeah. And it's yeah. like people, I saw one girl, one, one girl said some, some shit like she makes her man nut like six or seven times a day. <laughs> Which is clearly a fucking lie, man. Yeah. Biologically impossible after like number four. Come on, yeah. man. Yeah, you could go. <laughs> you could go three, maybe four times, man. Yeah, and at, at three, you fucking it's three. just starting to hurt yeah, at that point. Three, man. you done lost some weight. <laughs> yeah, and, and a day, a day. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, clearly she was. It was bullshit. But somebody did some research and found out like this podcast wasn't real, and mm. this woman was just promoting her OnlyFans. By doing and acting like she was important enough to be on a podcast when this podcast never existed, there was never any show put out with her in it. It was just a uh, uh, some shit for promo, man. So, yeah, then that's what I thought this uh, Mason Cameron thing was at first because I never saw a link to the full episode, all I saw was clips. Yeah, and I'm like, where's the full show, man? You got to go to the YouTube, and the YouTube got a weird name because the YouTube is like, come and talk to me. But the show was called It Is What It Is. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Because it's real confusing, man. Yeah. Because he was he was actually promoting that show on his um, Instagram for a minute. And I'm like, damn, what's this? It's a sport. He was like showing pictures and all this stuff. He created an um, Instagram page and I actually followed it. I'm like, damn, this might be cool. And so he took a long time to put the first episode out. Like, I kind of don't. I, I I like how he's doing it. I don't. I, I I wish it was a way he can um do another episode. I wish it, I wish he would get like go actual live instead of like recording an episode and putting it out. But um, yeah, man. I think he got something right there, man. I I think that's genius. Ain't no other rappers like other rappers are doing just regular podcasts. Yeah, and kind of gossiping a little bit. But he the only one that's um like doing some sports stuff. Yeah, and I know some rappers rather talk about sports. Like I know ESG, we had him on a podcast, and he says he'd rather talk about like sports and shit than talk about gossip and rap and shit. Because you get to a point where you talk to people, people you know, and your friends and all that. So yeah, I think that's a safer lane for rappers to be in. Because honestly, like everybody talks about sports, they don't know these people, so no feelings really get hurt. And I think they'd rather be in that lane. So, but yeah, it's a good show. If you ain't checked out that Cameron and Mace sports talk show, it is what it is. Go check it out, man. It's a pretty cool little listen. Miguel puts me on the spot. He says, I haven't heard on record who Rocket wants number two. I want the best available quarterback, okay? I don't care who the fuck it is, man, because really, <laughs> at this point, we don't know shit of how they're going to pan out in the league, man. We just don't. I don't know if CJ going to be better. I don't know if Bryce going to be better. I just want the best available quarterback. <laughs> so I one think, of those I, two. I just want a quarterback, period, okay? You, so you good with one of those two? You don't want yeah. Will, no Will Levis set two? Look, man, I, look, <laughs> if, this, if those are the consensus best quarterbacks available, I want it's, – it's a cop-out. <laughs> yes, you got to pick one. You got to pick one. Dog, they don't have the number one pick. So if I say Bryce and he goes number one, that means my <laughs> point is moot. 
At, like they don't have they don't control their own destiny. I want the best available quarterback, man, because we don't know who's going to be available at number two. See that? How can I put my name on it? We don't even know he's going to be there. Man, I can't wait to get my drops back, man. I'm going to get my drops back. I got one perfect. I'll put it on. I'll put it on Bryce, man. I want Bryce just because everybody says he's better. OK, I don't fucking know. Like we don't know who's going to be great in the NFL. So we see him play, man. I just know. And look. I'm a U of A's graduate, but I don't want to see no fucking Case Keenum under center in Houston, yeah. dog. <laughs> okay. I want to see a dynamic black quarterback. I don't care who it is, man. I want to, I don't care if it's CJ. I don't care if it's Bryce. I just want to see somebody doing the damn thing. Yeah. Uh, Drunk says CJ is better physically, but that Ohio State curse is too much for me to ignore. Okay. We bring up curses now, man. Really? Yeah. You're going to bring up the Madden I'm, curse next. No, Whoever's on Madden going to do worse. I mean, it's a uh, lot of it's a lot of quarterbacks that came from Ohio State. They ain't really pan out, and which I, I kind of don't I kind of don't really agree with that, man. Because I think a good quarterback is a good quarterback. I don't think it's like, oh, he's a quarterback from Ohio State, so it ain't gonna work. I just think it's just kind of been bad luck, man. But um, like Joe Burrow was at Ohio State. Mm-hmm. But he ended up transferring me because um, it was, I think, Justin Fields. It was a couple other people there ahead of him. So, um, yeah, I can, I, I understand why people say that. I just dis- I kind of disagree with that. <laughs> Miguel said, Landry influenced you. Man, what does that mean? <laughs> I haven't even heard what Landry says about this, okay? <laughs> I, I haven't heard. I'm not in the car long enough to listen to In the Loop every day. Miguel, so but, who, who do you want, Miguel? Yeah, put your think, name on it I then, think, mister. I, I I'm going to judge everybody on their take. Who I do think, you want at number th- two and why? I think he okay. I think he wants I think he wants CJ, man. I think he wants CJ Stroud. <laughs> Junk says no Ohio State QB has ever panned out. That, uh, I mean, Richardson, Young, true. Black and Diamond. Thug, I just want good. Look, like y'all get so caught up in this fucking draft shit, man. It's like <laughs> until they play in the league, we just don't know who the fuck is going to pan out. Uh, yeah, you can say it's a cop out, whatever, man. <laughs> we just don't know. There's a lot of people I thought were going to be great in the league. We thought Vince Young was going to tear up the league. Man, remember that shit? Remember yeah. everybody wanted Vince Young in Houston? Remember that? I do. <laughs> and look how he ended up. <laughs> okay, he wasn't an awful player. You can blame Jeff Fisher if you want, but he did not pan out in the NFL like that, man. So, like, y'all, y'all made me sick with this draft. Like, y'all, y'all just let's yeah. just let the draft be where go where it goes, man. Like, yeah. I, I just want a quarterback. I want a top-rated quarterback. As long as we get one, I don't care who it is, man. And if it falls through, we can fire the GM. Finally, how about that? Y'all want him gone anyway. <laughs> So if they don't work out, your GM's gone, and y'all are happy, right? Yeah. So either way, it works out for you guys. So yeah, I and for the record, I like Bryce Young number one, but I also like C.J. Stroud. I think they both can be pretty good. So I'm, you know, if it's one of them, I'm fine with it. And um, drunk man, I don't know if you drunk or what, man. I ain't. T- <laughs> hey, I can't take. I can't get down with Will Levis, man. I'm, I'm sorry. I just. I at number two, I I just don't know about him, man. I seen I seen a bunch of red flags from him. I'm I'm good with C.J. Stroud. I'm good with Bryce Young. That's at number two. If if bo- let's say both of them not there too, which is impossible. But if they if the Houston Texans is not really with one or the other, I'm good with getting like a Will Anderson or something. 
But I think you got to go with C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young. I'm good with either one of those. Yep, yep. Junk says Vance Young did tear up the league for three seconds. Yeah, when he played the Texans. <laughs> <laughs> any other team, man, I don't know. Uh, Miguel says, are you okay with Will Anderson then the dude from Tennessee? Ashman says, I don't want Will in the first round. Y'all, y'all, Texan Twitter done fucking invaded. Y'all, <laughs> <laughs> y'all this, this, I can't wait. Look, low-key, I can't wait for the Jets to be over, man. The yeah. analysis and the arguing and bickering is killing me, okay? <laughs> Let's argue after the picks are made because we have no control over it, all right? <laughs> the GM is going to decide, and we're just going to have to live with it, all right? <laughs> So I can't yeah. wait for this draft to you, fucking be over. So how many days now? We inching closer and closer. Three weeks to so, this day. Yep. So yeah. Are you? I, I can't uh, wait. You, to you just, gonna go to the draft party? Uh, when is it? Uh, Where is it? It's at Miller Outdoor Stadium or Miller Outdoor Theater. So the I same place they had it last there. year. Yep. I think no, it's free to the it's free to the public. So yeah, because it's Miller Outdoor Theater. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, some people might think you're trying to charge for it and all that stuff, but uh. yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm not jobbing all the way out for that shit, man. But you gotta let me know how it is, dog. You gotta do the live coverage. Yeah. But, I, um, so I actually ain't, I, I ain't gonna be able to make that because I I got to go to an award show. So oh, um, shit. so I don't even think I told you this, but I'm actually uh, so I'm nominated for producer of the year with the um. I think I forgot the name of the award show. Uh, I think it's Houston Media Alliance. Oh shit! So um, yeah, I'm one of the finalists. So um, it is called the Media Alliance um, Houston Star Awards. Oh shit! So it's me. You're and you're me. nominated for producer. You didn't tell me this, man. Yeah, That's dope. Yeah, yeah. Give it up for Figgy. Everybody, yeah. give it up for Figgy, man. <laughs> Yeah, so, doing the damn thing. Yeah, so it's me and two other people that's nominated, and um, I hope I win. <laughs> yeah, we rooting for you, dog. If there's a way to vote for it, we definitely would vote for you. I'm guessing yeah. it's like a uh, one of those Oscar type things where they just decide who wins. Yeah, I think but, I uh, think they having like a lot of media people vote and all that stuff or companies, okay, something like that. So, yeah, man. <laughs> Gotta be rubbing shoulders, man. Let everybody know figures a man, dog. I know, sure. I'm just happy to be um nominated. <laughs> so you I'm you're good. the grateful Grammy Award nominee. <laughs> <laughs> uh Junk says, you know your team down and out when y'all having draft parties respectfully. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Look, I know, man. I know all about them draft parties coming from Cleveland. Yeah, we used to have a party every like next year. Like, all right, next year we're gonna have the draft party. Like, we already had it down pat. Now, man, we, I don't think they had the draft party in a couple years now. So, yeah, yeah. When you have a draft party, that's how you know. Like, look, you you, you just getting hype over seeing a motherfucker say somebody's name. Yeah. <laughs> that's like what? How many? How like? It's wild. But no, I'm down for it. Look. Any excuse to drink and chill your friends is cool. So yeah. whatever. Have a jab party. Get your friends over and either be mad because they got Bryce or CJ or whoever you thought they should have not gotten mm -hmm. and uh, whatever. But sports brings people together like that. Yeah. Miguel giving you props, man, says you're the best at what you do. You came a long way since Starbucks. Yeah. Um, come on, man. Uh, Figgy <laughs> <laughs> drunk said yeah. Figgy dropped the link. I don't think, like you said, I don't think it's a thing you can vote. 
Yeah. But um, I think it's more like me. Like I don't even know anything about it. I think it's more behind the scenes media people that's kind of um, giving their. They, I think it's cer- a certain amount of votes. I had to write. I had to write like a little essay for it and everything. I'm like, okay, like I better win if I'm writing this damn essay, <laughs> right? So it gave me some homework to do as well. Yeah. Why you think you should win this award? Yeah. Bitch. What make What makes you a team leader? <laughs> so I had to do a lot of that stuff. But right, McLean, hey McLean, gonna pull them strings. You got a good <laughs> point, Miguel. McLean should pull them strings for you, man, because you I deserve know. it. Yeah, I, that's like my least favorite part of like a fucking interview or like a job thing. Like you got to hype yourself up. Yeah. Why do you think you're the best person for this and that and this and that? And it's like I'm just dedicated look, to my job, right? I, like, I love to get there early, <laughs> and I just want my teammates to be good. Yeah, like motherfucker, I just need. I money. hated that part of my fucking college application as well mm. because you have to like it, write an essay on why you should be admitted to this fucking school and what have you accomplished. At eighteen, man, yeah, straight out it ain't of like school. I'm fucking. Yeah. You, you you got a list. You're a comp. Like what what you done to make you eligible <laughs> to be in this college? I, I, mean, I graduated. Just put me in. I'm black. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm a minority. Put me in the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> got to write an essay to go to UT Austin, man. Get me the fuck in there, dog. Yeah. My grades are good enough. All right, how about that? <laughs> Shit, I got to prove I'm a fucking good Samaritan too. I'm eighteen. I've been. Drinking and fucking doing crazy shit like every other 18-year-old. I got to lie and act like I'm feeding the poor. Whatever. But <laughs> uh, Miggy, uh, Miguel said, in the loop, getting wacky as hell when Figgy on Dog, you, you low-key just want to shit on in the loop today. I feel it, man. You shitting on land. You shitting on yeah, in the loop. You, are not you came a- in hot saying that <laughs> it's not to show the people no more, man. Miguel, you, what's what's really on your mind? You are not Let a, us know. You are not a fan of Landry Locker, I can tell, man. I can tell. He said something that pissed you off, man. Look, let, Landry is a troll in a way. He's just a born hater. I understand because I'm a hater as well. You just got to let it go, man. Landry be saying crazy shit. You just got to let it go, dog. He, that's just how he is, man. Don't let Landry get under your skin because you came in this chat hot, man. You came in talking about in the loop and shitting on in the loop. Look, we Gems and Juice podcast, okay? Yeah, I, I understand no, your pain. I, yeah, I'm going to have to listen to the show. I didn't get a chance to listen today because I was a little busy, but I'm gonna have to check this show out because you you kind of came in like man y'all need to start taking calls they trying y'all trying to push a narrative I'm like damn what's going on he's mad he, I could I knew it. you're mad at Landry you said you love John and Figgy see I got yeah. people with John yeah. but uh, Landry cool with me it's funny because um, a lot of people always say man I can't stand Landry but I love John and Figgy. And then you have some other people, man, I love Landry and Figgy, but I can't stand John. I'm just like, it's all you're like the, the you're you're like the uh you're the natural good cop. Yeah. And either they're they're both either good or bad cop, depending on your point of view. Yeah. But you're like the always gonna be the good cop, man. So Yeah, like like once in a while I get somebody tell me I'm stupid or something, but mm-hmm. for the most part I try to blot that out. <laughs> yeah, you got to man, you got to. Um, so yeah, what are we talking about? Y'all don't got us off track with this. See, fucking this is why draft we don't shit. take calls. <laughs> See this? Yeah, this is why we don't take calls, man. Y'all getting us off track? We talking about the draft? I saw Figgy's niece came in. She probably left already because we were talking about sports for like an hour already. I know. She said uh, something, but yeah. uh, look, man, I I just can't wait for the draft to be over. I can't wait for training camp to start. 
I can't wait for us to get off this goofy hypothetical bullshit. I don't care about your mock drafts, man. Okay. <laughs> Let's just draft the motherfuckers and, yeah. and let the uh, dice roll where they may. Lie yeah, where they may. The, yeah, the mock yeah, the mock drafts are pretty much trolling too at some point. Yeah. Because I I just seen some wild stuff. We're like, come on, man, that ain't about to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Tab says, can't stand Landy, love Figgy and J Lo. Man, look, behind look, I I'm a, I'ma say this much, man. Behind the scenes, Landy's a good dude, dog. You might not like what he says on radio, but he he's a solid guy. Um, and, and yeah, that, that's all I can say about him, man. Yeah, he, he, let- he can be annoying uh with his uh contrarian takes, but <laughs> behind the scenes he is a good dude man he's not he's not an asshole yeah i I tell people all the time everybody that met landry locker loved landry locker like everybody whoever met him in person like it got to the point where some people like man i couldn't stand you at first but you's pretty cool (laughs) man and then a lot of people don't realize how tall and big landry locker is yeah so they see like damn he (laughs) six foot five or whatever he is like, damn, I didn't know he was that tall. Yeah, suddenly you don't want to talk shit no more, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's funny because, um, like, on the text line, people be talking. Man, I wish I could just show y'all what the text line be looking like because people be on there talking crazy. They be talking about trying to meet up and I beat your ass and all it. I'm like, dog, we sitting there talking about sports and you sitting here wanting to fight? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like you sitting here being disrespectful because I said I like Bryce Young over C.J. Stroud or whatever the case may be. So, I don't know. People get crazy over sports. <laughs> no, they do. <laughs> Ashman said John be captain sometimes, but he my dog. Yeah, if you say so. <laughs> I still got beef with him over that draft shit, but that's a long time ago. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the people who didn't know, like John Lope, like, so – we had a uh, Sports Radio 610 draft one time, and uh, it was a, something our old uh, PD came up with, where basically a listener would draft a show for the morning, afternoon, or midday and afternoon shows. Yeah. And that's how we got hit to Tab. Tab is Exactly. Yeah. And Tab called in. He voted me the number one overall pick. out At the time, I was a producer for the Galan at Night show. I wasn't even a full-time producer at that point. I never actually got full time, full time, technically. But um, so Tab being a stand up dude that he is, and we already had the podcast going and all that stuff. And he voted me in number one. And John Lopez got in his feelings about that. (laughs) And he was very upset about it. And he was slandering my name for no reason. I thought it was goofy. (laughs) So, yeah. uh, But yeah, besides that, everybody's cool behind the scenes for the most part. So it is what it is, man. But just remember, like, look, everybody, don't take sports shit too seriously, man. Like, just remember what this is entertainment, okay? I've seen some people get way too upset about goofy shit, especially recently, man. Like, y'all, if somebody says something you don't you think is stupid, just say it's stupid. You ain't got to fucking text in saying, I'm going to beat your ass. Do some threatened violence or some shit like that, man. There's no need to get that far into it, man. Yeah. Um, it's just it's somebody's opinion on something that really don't matter at all if you think about it. So mm-hmm. yeah. let it go, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, thank appreciate you for that, Tab. That was a fun show we did. It was me, yeah. Landry, it was uh Brian at the time as well, the producer. Um, mm-hmm. and, and somebody Jeremy, else. Jeremy Branham. Yeah, Jeremy Branham as yeah. well. So, yeah, we had a good time, man. It was fun. 
Yeah. Drunk says the only sports radio show I ever called into was when Mario Williams got drafted over Reggie Bush. That was a long time ago. <laughs> you said, I told my mama I need your phone and it's serious. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be some people that's doing that in yes. about three weeks. <laughs> yes. Oh, definitely, man. Definitely. Yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> Man. So yeah, man. Appreciate everybody who listens, but yeah, that, that we we got into why we don't take oh drunk. You missed that part, I think. We were talking about why we don't take callers because Miguel was upset that in the loop don't take calls no more. We had to explain like a lot of calls are bad, man. A lot of them don't deserve to be on air. They interrupt the flow and just are kind of awkward. So yeah, yeah. The, you know the worst why. thing about trying to take calls, like I usually screen the callers. So what that mean is I, you know, answer the phone. And I say, hey, what's your name? And what you want to talk about? Like, what's your take? I try to see so I can mm-hmm. know what to fit in and all that stuff. And then get them on the air and they talk about something totally different. Yep. I'm just like, what the? F-? So Landry looking at me like, what the? F-? I'm like, I can't control what they say. Like, he told mm-hmm. me what he wanted to talk. He told me he wanted to talk about, you know, the offensive line or something. And then he go off into baseball or something. It's like, yep. what the f- So And that's part of the awkwardness because they've been on hold for so long that y'all done switched topics and now yep. he got a new opinion. Yep. And and like, dog, keep, yeah. keep your same point you had before, okay? Yeah. And then sometimes, like, I feel bad for the listeners or, or, or the callers because sometimes they don't be the right time to get them on. And then when we get them on, it kind of catch them off guard. And then they kind of stumble. And then Landry like, see, you got to be ready. Yeah, it's like man, he was on hold for like twenty mm-hmm. minutes. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's it's tough, man. It's tough. No, it is, man. It is. So, yeah, yeah we think, feel y'all pain. I do think the but... callers will work better if it was like a one person show. So, like, when yeah, you, when you listen to like, like what CBS Sports Radio, Jared does. Sport yeah. Brief, he he take a lot of calls, and sometimes that helped the show a little bit. Sometimes it it don't, <laughs> but yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's good when he do that. And his producer is hilarious, though. He has, like, the nerdiest fucking producer. <laughs> like, did you hear? Did you hear? You a sec- me, man. Yeah. Did you hear uh, a sec? Uh, I think they, uh, it was a topic they was talking about. Um, I guess his producer said he, he didn't really care for Teddy Pendergrass. Uh, yeah. And he was just like, what? You don't like this? You don't like that? And then I, I think I told you this. It, it, yeah, uh, you did. It was another rock star that died, and uh, the producer was like, "Oh yeah, a big star. It was a big pass uh, guy that passed away." And he told them the person, and he was like, "Who? What? Like they they had no idea what they was talking about, man." It was David Crosby, by the way. Yes, yeah, yes. I forgot that. It was David Crosby. Yeah. And Jr. had no idea who he David had Crosby no was. No idea who he was. And I was just like, man, that's that's. A, Prime example of two Americas. <laughs> yep. No, definitely, man. Miguel says, what's y'all real opinion on Larry and Stafford? I have no problem with him. I think his yeah. calls for the most part are entertaining. He's, an, he's an example of a good caller. Sometimes he goes on a little too long, but he yeah. makes a point and he hangs up. Yeah. He don't fucking stumble and, and repeat himself a whole lot. Yeah. Personally, I think he's fine. Vicky, yeah, do you have any I, thoughts on Larry and Stafford? I, that's my man. So I've seen him out and about a few times. That's my dude, man. He he. Sometimes he tried to call me out for some 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 stuff, but um, he's super cool, man. That's my man. See, 
Look, a lot of people try to, you know, shit on him a little bit and all that, but look, he, at the end of the day, man, we all want the Houston Texans to win. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. all we want. Like, we can argue back and forth until the cows come home, but we we all want the same thing. We all want them to win. If they start winning, then we all will probably be high-fiving each other, drinking beer. So, um Niggas will still have the issues. You see what's going on with the Astros now, man. They <laughs> six games into the season. Oh, fucking panicking and shit. Like, look, no matter what, it's never gonna be like sunshine and rainbows, man. If the yeah. Texans have a winning record, winning division, this somehow miraculously this year, niggas will still be disappointed if they lose badly in the playoffs or some shit. I'm like, yeah. do y'all remember that when you was like three and what the fuck ever? Yeah. <laughs> so nah man y'all y'all gotta chill but uh anyway enough of the and the radio yeah. q a we do appreciate the questions but we yeah. do have other things to talk about so um let's get on with the topics man um other things that happen in sports i guess we'll get to this shit right away because it was like the biggest topic yeah. like the biggest uh i think it's like the most discussed moment in women's sports history. Yeah, that's the, including yeah. The, the WNBA. <laughs> yes. Uh, number one, the ratings for this game were through the roof. Yeah, we're talking about crazy. the uh, NCAA championship match between game between the uh, LSU and Iowa. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a black against white, man. It was all the classic <laughs> racial perfect. tensions. Race, yes, it was <laughs> race war Twitter. <laughs> Yes, it, it was, was like uh, it was like uh, Floyd Mayweather versus a uh, Hispanic or Mexican Man, fighter. Pack, yeah. It was like, <laughs> yes, it was all those things into one man. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it was cultural dynamics at play, all that stuff, and of course you had Caitlin Clark, who is like the Steph Curry of the uh, women's <laughs> college basketball right now. Um, and you also got LSU men who are. Very good in their own right. Got uh, Angel Reese, who, of course, went viral for her taunt. And, of course, people, have all, y'all all know what it was. Caitlin Clark does the uh, Tony Yayo slash John Cena, you can't see me thing. Mm-hmm. And um, after LSU won, Angel Reese did it right in Caitlin Clark's face. And a lot of conservative, not even just conservative people, like just white folks, period. Yeah. Y'all got very upset, man. Yeah. Y'all were calling it classless, tasteless, yeah, classless awful, piece of shit. shitty thing. Yeah. At, called her an asshole, called her all kinds of things, man. Mm-hmm. And the reaction was kind of ridiculous. Um, of course, it became a, a viral moment. And um, of course, it, a, a lot of stuff happened, man. We got the uh, first lady Jill Biden yeah. inviting both teams to the White House, which she, never she said, happened before. <laughs> yes, and by the way, it was not like a close game; it was a blowout. Yes, seventeen point deficit. Um, LSU beat Iowa, and she said both teams played so well. She wants to invite both of them. Oh my goodness! Well, she you could tell she's just nervous about all them black women up in the White House, man. She's like. <laughs> We trying to get reelected, <laughs> <laughs> Joe. I don't know about this. We trying to get re- we need Middle America, Joe. I don't know yeah. about having all the LSE women up here. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, 
we'll, we'll get y'all thoughts on it as well. But Figgy, I want to know what you thought about this, man. What did you think about the whole number one, the game itself? If you watched it, I didn't, so I had no thoughts about it. <laughs> but um, what are your thoughts about uh, the whole Kaylin Clark versus Angel Reese thing and their reaction to it and the taunt itself? What do you think about all that stuff, man? Yeah, I I didn't really watch the game either. I seen a couple clips, and um, honestly, I was like all throughout the um the uh, women's basketball the the uh, tournament. That girl Caitlin Clark was balling, man. I'm like, what the? F-? She's putting out like 40 points, mm-hmm. <laughs> two straight games, 30 points here. She she was literally like Steph Curry. So um, I was impressed by that alone, but um. Yeah, I look, man. Trash talking is trash talking. I have no problem with trash talking. I might be the wrong person to discuss this with because I think a lot of people should trash. I think the sport would be better with trash talking. Yeah. Because clearly that had people hyped about it, and um, you know, Caitlyn, she was trash talking what she should have, man. She was putting up crazy numbers. So you know, I had no problem with her trash talking, but um, at the end of it all, man, like. She, she ended up she her team lost the game in the, the biggest game and i think i think angel reese had every reason to trash talk like i that's the part i didn't understand man like like we can't sit here and judge the trash talking man like it, it like it'd be one thing if she just went totally out of bounds where it's just like my touching her and, you know, poking her face or something like that. That's like, I'm not saying that, but you know, if somebody call you a, a, a B word and you go back and stick the middle finger up at the person, you can't sit there and say, Oh, you stuck the middle finger up. Oh no, that's out of bounds. That's so class. Like, no, like we trash talk. We on the court, we trash talking. It's time to trash talk. And, you know, like I said, Caitlin, her team lost the game. So, you know, like Angel, she won the championship. They, their team won the championship. So she had every right to talk trash. I, I ain't have a problem with it at all. I thought it was, I thought it was good, man. It kind of made me, I, I kind of wish I watched the game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with them coming back next year, I don't think nobody going to the draft or nothing. I think they'll be back. <laughs> But yeah. um, I kind of want to tune in again, man. I think everybody else want to tune in. I think, look, man, I think there's nothing wrong with trash talking. I'm perfectly fine with it, man. And, um, yeah, I think, I don't know. I feel like everybody party poopers with that, man. Like, look, man, I like I said, like I'm, I, I kind of be pissed when people get penalized for trash talking. Like, I mean, when they get carried away, when it look like you about to fight, that's you know that's a little different, but you know like I don't I don't see nothing wrong with a little trash talking and a little you know yeah yeah I got you yeah I got you know, I see I see nothing wrong with that man so I don't understand why you know it was a a, a bit of a double standard. Yeah yeah now silly um I, I miss what Troy said by the way on Facebook he said the NCAA women's version of convict versus Catholics. <laughs> Yeah, that's how he treated it, man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was a funny uh, uh, racial dynamic going on there with like an all white starting five versus an all black team. So, and Miguel says, I think this is the two Americas thing. Yeah, it kind of is. But like, look, when, when white athletes 
get cocky like that unless they take it too far. Usually it's looked at as just like, wow, there's competitive drive. You see Tom Brady throwing shit around and it's like, oh, he's just so driven and competitive. Like, nah, he's being a little crybaby, man. He's throwing a little tantrum for no reason. He's a grown ass man. He should conduct himself better. I don't care how many Super Bowls he won, man. He ain't got to throw shit on the fucking field. So, yeah, man, the people look at things differently and they got unconscious reasons why they do. But me personally, man, I got to say, at first I had no problem with it. I was like, because look, people got to realize when you do a taunt, any kind of motion, anything in sports, when you lose, it's going to get thrown back at you. You yeah. know, remember what happened when Johnny Manziel had the money sign? What happened when he went to the NFL? Yeah. Every time he got sacked and picked, they threw that shit right back in his face. Mm-hmm. When the Kenbe Matumbo got blocked, they did the finger wag to him. When Steph Curry get beat, they do the little sleepy thing to him. When uh, Dame get beat in the playoffs, they do the Dame time. Like, it gets thrown back in your face. So part of me kind of thinks maybe she just stopped doing that if she doesn't want everybody just. And to be to be fair to Caitlin Clark, she said she had no problem with it. Yeah, she said, look, she was she said, look, it is what it is. And she said nobody should have criticized Angel for what she did. Yeah. And which I think is is fair. Um, My issue was, man, I think Angel took a little too far because on the court is one thing and that's fine. But dog, she got on the post game and talk shit too, and then she got on IG live and talk more shit. And it's like, at some point, you celebrate with your teammates, man. Why yeah. are you so worried about Caitlin Clark when you just won a championship, the thing you've been working the hardest for all year long? You want it. You get on IG, you pull your phone out, and the first thing you say, "Hey, Clayton, Caitlin Clark, Caitlin Clark." Like, why are you still doing that shit, man? It gets yeah. corny after a while, dog. Yeah. And I think the following her around, it was, it was like, I thought it was, I had no problem with it. I just thought it was a little corny. Yeah. Because I thought it was, it was just, it, it, it seemed a little like that person just on your mind so much that it, it's almost like Pat Beverly, you know, yeah. Pat Beverly is corny the way he be talking about people. Like after the fact and all that shit, Dylan Brooks the same way. The way he keeps talking about Jamon Green and all them. After a while, it gets corny, man. And I think she did it. She went into corny territory with trying to shit on Caitlin Clark. Yeah, it, it, it got a little, it got a little cheesy for me. But I had no problem. I wasn't offended that she did it. I'm yeah. like, look, that's sports, man. That's just what happens when you got a little thing you do when you're trying to show out. Yeah. So. It is what it is. How do you feel about uh, people being upset because uh, John Cena is getting all the credit for the "You Can't See Me" and not Tony Yayo? <laughs> I'm not, look, man. I'm not that upset, man. Like, like I get it. I think, like, I remember Tony Yayo doing it, so that's what come to mind to me. But let's be real, John Cena is way more popular than <laughs> fucking Tony yeah. Yayo, man. Tony Ayo is probably the fourth popular person in G <laughs> <laughs> and his three fucking members. So I I understand it, but I do, I mean I'm glad the video out there of John Cena talked about where he got it from. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that's out there, but let's be real, man. It's a lot of wrestling fans out there that are probably not hip hop fans. 
and they yep. seen John Cena do it first. Now people people are starting to get corny with it because I saw uh, Jalen Rose put out a video <laughs> and he said some shit like, "If you think John Cena invented that you can't see me, then you just don't know anything about our culture." And it's like. It ain't like Tony Yeo was like a huge rapper, man. Yeah. He was very he local, let's be one, real. He did it for that one video. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he probably did it for he probably did it for maybe two videos. Yeah, it's not like the culture was doing this shit, man. It's yeah. not like every black person on the black was doing the you can't see me shit, dog. I <laughs> I was there, okay? <laughs> I remember this shit being that big. Yeah, yeah John Cena look, it's John Cena's thing now, man. Cause that's he he was wrestling for twenty years doing that shit. Yeah. Tony Yayo got out of rap at like after that one year he had basically. <laughs> yeah. So look, man, uh, yeah, yeah, people were just getting a little too whiny about it. Give Tony Yayo his credit. Look, <laughs> <laughs> it is yeah. what it is, man. Yeah. Now, um, oh, another thing about Angel Reese, I got to criticize her a little bit, man. I feel because I feel like. To me, to me, it seemed like after this game, you mentioned the the post game stuff and the Instagram live stuff. She was on Twitter a lot, man. Yeah, retweeting a lot of stuff. She's still talking. It's, it kind of remind me a little bit uh, Shikari Richardson. Yes, it does. I was so, gonna say that too. Yeah. So like, look, at I'm, least she won. Yeah, she won, and I'm happy for her and all that stuff. I think she's being fairly uh, fa- uh, unfairly criticized. For you know the 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 smack talk or whatever, but the, the stuff on Twitter and you know she made a comment about we ain't going to the White House, we rather go to the Obamas and all that stuff. Just like eh, it's kind of looking like Shakari Richardson a little bit, man. Where you know she talking way too much, and I know she won and she yeah. had a damn good tournament. So um, you know I'm sure she gonna end up in the WNBA and be a star. But it's kind of like, uh, like, all right, like, just tone yeah. down the talking. <laughs> I didn't like her speaking for the whole team, saying we not going. Like, yeah. wait, I, did we? you take a poll? <laughs> you know, nobody wants to go to the White House just because you don't want to go. Yeah, like I, I didn't know she was the de facto fucking lead of the team who just speaks for everybody. Yeah, but that that's the part that kind of turned me off a little bit. Yeah, but um, it's getting into clout chasey territory, man. Yeah, Let's be real. Yeah, it's starting it to look like clout chasing at this point. Yeah, and you and see that's why I think a lot of people need to be careful when they you know when a situation like this happen. You really got to be careful of who you support mm-hmm. because it could go really left where you know yep. she just got the Twitter fingers and she just shooting herself in the foot a lot and it's just like damn we sat here and defended this girl. Mm-hmm. And this girl is uh, full of crap. <laughs> I mean, she be saying all type of crazy stuff. So, you know, you got to, I think you got to be careful because you don't know who people are. You can, you, you can sympathize for them, but, you know, like all the Twitter stuff, man, I think, I think it's better if she would have, like people talk about classless and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I think what she did on the court was fine. But just, you know, like making, Making the girl Caitlin Clark out as this bad person, I just don't like that, man. Like, I don't like you disrespect. I don't take disrespect. Dog, yeah, it, it was starting to sound like a fucking real Housewives of Atlanta type argument at some yeah, point, man. Yeah. I don't tolerate disrespect. I don't like you disrespect my teammates. I don't like disrespect. 
I yeah, know, it's a she, fucking basketball yeah, game. Yeah, like man. the stuff was on the court, like unless Caitlin was going to the locker room talking shit and you mm-hmm. know that some stuff we don't know about. Like, come on, leave that stuff on the court, man. Like when you in the post game, talk about how great she was, and you know, you know, big that girl up, man. Because at the end of the day, y'all right now y'all carrying the whole damn sport. Yeah, for, for the women. So, you know, I, honestly, for the men, too, because I don't think nobody's talking about a game like this in mm-hmm. basketball overall. So, um, yeah, man, bit that girl up to make people want to watch college, uh, women's college uh, basketball again next year. Don't be sitting there yeah. talking about, you know, disrespect and, you know, all this other stuff, man. Like, because I don't think classy. she even realized, like, how much she helped Caitlin Clark here. Because yeah. if she never did that in the first place or just did to the crowd or whatever, the narrative might be, well, damn, maybe we overrated Caitlin Clark a little bit. Maybe she really wasn't all that good. She kind of shit the bed in the uh, biggest game of the year. So yeah. maybe that'll be the narrative. But now it's like, oh, poor Caitlin getting yeah. made fun of. Oh, poor girl. So it's like you help feed into that. I know it's not her fault and I don't think she deserved the flack, but like you, you helped victimize her by giving people that ammunition when you could have just been look the biggest diss you can do to somebody is celebrate in they face while they walk into the locker room in defeat yeah okay the hand shit don't mean nothing at that point yeah. like you she's already crushed that her whole season just went up in smoke because she lost the biggest game of the year yeah like, that's why you see all those pictures of, the, like, the one NFL player, like Stephon Diggs or whoever, like, just sitting, <laughs> yeah. looking at all the confetti fall yeah. and knowing that shit's not for him. Mm-hmm. So, like, that, that's the worst feeling as an athlete, I'm sure, that you could feel. And the all, all the this and all the, the subliminal, all the extra comments, that doesn't do anything. That's not going to make her feel worse. Yeah. Okay? So... It was just goofy, man. I yeah. thought it was a little, little, little corny at yeah. after a while. And then also, I felt like that might put way more pressure on her. Yeah, at this point, because now you got people that I think people was already going to be rooting for Caitlin Clark anyway. Mm-hmm. But now you got people rooting against Angel, um, Angel Reese now. So any bad game she had, I see that's yep. what people's doing with Shakari Richardson. So now, you know, oh, she in last place. Oh, yep, she did this. Yep. So now they just, any anytime you mess up, that, you know, people going to shine a light on it. And it, you you should want that. Yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens next year, man. But, yeah, yeah. it's a uh, very interesting dialogue on all, with all that bullshit. <laughs> um, other things that happened this week. Uh, Donald Trump is indicted. Yeah. Now, look, like I've barely kept up with this, but I've heard he's been charged with like 45. Like, well, there have been like 45 felonies mentioned, but I can't even like is anything like I don't crazy because every every headline I see is just Donald Trump indicted, Donald Trump arrested. But it's like they never mention exactly what he's being arrested for or What's going on, man? So let me look it up because I don't want to misinform anybody. Yeah. But what is he actually indicted for? 
Yeah. I have to look. Yeah, I'm I'm not quite sure. But I know it I, I think it have a lot to do with him spending thirty four accounts related to his hush money payment to the adult film star Stormy Daniels. Yeah. Okay. Because so I, he paid her money to be quiet and she talked anyway. And yeah. he's being uh charged for that. Okay. Now, I, yeah, I I wanna say maybe the money this and this could be the uh, stretch. Maybe this is a stretch to kind of throw dirt on his name, so maybe it might not be nothing. But I think I, 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 I'm guessing the money was like not his money, but it was more like using political money or something. Maybe that's where it called because I don't think he could. I don't think he could get in trouble to you know pay a woman hush money. But maybe okay. Let me let me read this on. He they're, they're saying he falsified business records. To pay her, apparently, mm. he paid her one hundred thirty thousand dollars in hush money, or uh, Michael Cohen paid her that under Trump, and it was during the twenty sixteen campaign. And I guess they're saying that he moved money around, and business records were falsified in order to pay her. Mm. So, okay. All right. I mean, yeah, this, this like, kinda, wasn't he accused of rape too? Like, this seems kind of like this. This kind of <laughs> on the lower end of things he could be charged for. I think. That, but, I think. Like I said, I think this might be a hail mary. Maybe they trying to throw dirt on his name a little bit because they know he's trying to run. Mm-hmm. So maybe this is something to kind of throw your whole election off. Throw you know, kind of sway voters somewhere else. But um. I don't know. This this is so weird, man. <laughs> it's just like I don't I, I don't know, man. It's like if he actually goes to prison, all right, but a lot of it just feels like a spectacle for no reason, man. It's yeah. like spectacle for people who hate him, spectacle spectacle for people who love him and just want to defend him and think that the world's against Trump. And then I don't know. It's like can we be over this dude, man? I, I, I like the funny tweets. That's about it. Okay. I thought he was a funny tweeter. That's about it. But I don't want him to run the country anymore. And uh yeah, what I, I don't know. I had nothing to say about it really. But um it's not a political podcast, of course, but I don't know. I just personally don't give a shit, man. Like y'all, y'all realize y'all just making him more of a star by this intense coverage. Making him trend. Oh my God, we want a mugshot. Oh my God, he's being arrested. Like, I don't know. Is there really a chance he's gonna go to prison for this shit? I don't yeah. know. We'll see. <laughs> but yeah, it's just I don't know. Some of the some of the bullshit just get tired of seeing, man. It's like, hey, y'all y'all finally thought y'all was over Trump, and now it's just every day in the headlines again. So yeah, I don't know. Um, other things that happened this week, man. Uh, Megan Thee Stallion was out uh, at the first game of the year for the Astros. She was at the home opener. She threw the first pitch. She looked really good. You could tell she's been working on her body, man. She uh, yeah. looks a lot thinner. I want, she's, still got, I, she's still got a little thickness going on. I wonder, because remember, this is probably her like first big appearance in a long time because she kind of went under the radar during the old mm-hmm. Tory Lanez thing. And, um, I wonder if she kind of, you know, I'm not saying she was an alcoholic or anything, but I wonder if she kind of like 
Sobered up. Sobered yeah, up a little bit. So. Quit drinking, start working out because she looked like she's in a happier place. Mm-hmm. Like even before all of this, she, you know, she was a little thicker, but it seemed like it was kind of like a, a, for lack of a better word, drunk thick. Where it's like drinking, like I drink a lot type of thick. But this one looked like she really been taking care of herself. It looked like she been drinking a lot more water. Yeah. <laughs> she been working out more. So um, she looked like she was in a happy place, man. It kind of made me happy because I know she went through a lot. And um, she ended up performing. She actually performed Friday, that Friday for Fan Fest for the um, NCAA Final Four. Yeah. And she she looked good, man. She looked good. Yeah, she was at the Country Music Awards as well. Yeah, that was, um, was kind of random. random. Yeah. yeah, it definitely was random. But, um, <laughs> hey, the, the machine's at work, man. They're saying, yeah. remember Megan Thee Stallion? She's everywhere now again. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if she drops an album in the summer. Yeah. Because it looks like she's ramping up for something. She's she dropping so, something. Probably yeah. an EP or something. Yeah. At least some music is coming from her soon, I'm sure. Yeah. Because she, it looks like she's out and about making people remember that she exists and yeah. So I would expect new music coming soon, but yeah, she looked good out there. Um, I know somebody who went and they were upset with her cause she took so long to throw the pitch. And <laughs> yeah, it was kind of like the pitch was weird. Like she acted like she didn't know what she was supposed to do. Yeah. And I, it kind of just seemed it, like she wanted to be out there as long as possible. Yeah. She, it looked, she was facing the outfield. Yeah. So I don't know. She thought she's supposed to be throwing it out there. I clearly thought she was just lost and didn't know because she don't know sports. She, uh, she you can't tell me she don't know how to what the pitch was supposed to be. I think she, but she was facing the outfield. Like she was like, what? I think she ended up saying, "What am I supposed to do?" I feel like they told her to get out there and stretch for time. Okay, <laughs> I think they told her to get out there and make herself seen. And stay on camera as long as possible because it's free publicity. Because look, <laughs> she acted like she didn't know what the fuck was going on. And I know, like, Megan sounds smart. Like, if you know, she had no, there's no way she got out there and had no idea what she was supposed to do. <laughs> I'm sure they like told her and explained to her what to do when she got out there. And suddenly <laughs> she got out there and just was lost. <laughs> like, she didn't know what she was supposed to do. Now, like, now she—I mean, she's not the biggest sports person because remember she was on first take. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and didn't. But that—that that, not knowing the head coach of the Rockets is one thing, but <laughs> they brought her out there to throw the pitch. Like, there's no way they didn't tell her what to do. <laughs> there's no way they just said, "Hey, get out there, champ." No, they—they. They, I'm sure they explained to her in detail, like, "Okay, get out there, uh, pose a little bit." Throw the pitch to the, uh, the the catcher, and then just walk off the field. But she got out there and was like, was lost. It was just confused. <laughs> it was I'm, like, I'm, what do I do? I'm kind of curious. Like, what? I'm kind of curious if they actually did tell her exactly. They, I wonder if they just said, "All right, you, all right, you throwing the first pitch. You're gonna go out to the mound, and you know you're gonna throw the 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 ball to the catcher." So she walked out there. 
and was looking in the outfield. <laughs> so, man, <laughs> I don't know. You she never, didn't know the catcher was at home plate. Man, look, I, I, I think she, look. I think she's a smart girl, but she's a college graduate. Yeah. Okay, we gotta We're, respect her mind. Hey, women never. be dumb when it comes to sports. <laughs> Hey, think it I'll get you canceled, man. Watch yeah. it, dog. Yeah. Or some women. Some women who are <laughs> You're not right, but still. Some women who are not familiar with sports be like dead done with sports. Mm-hmm. Like I I go because there's a lot of women that cover sports, but like me, like I'm not familiar with soccer. But I can kind of tell what's going on. I you know, I yeah. know what a goal is. I know what they gotta do to get the points and stuff like that. But some people just like have no clue what it is. So maybe she won. Maybe she won them. But I enjoyed. I, know, I enjoyed. Man. I enjoyed the time she took out there. <laughs> nah, I mean, look, she looked good. I wasn't yeah. mad at it, but I just feel like there's no way she had just no idea what to do. <laughs> I like. I feel like her team got in her ear and said, "Look, stress for time. Act like you lost. You shake a little. Make everybody know you out there. <laughs> Get as much camera time as possible, and then throw the pitch." So she did that. Yeah. Yeah. And and a friend of the show, B. Scott, got the picture with her. Yeah, I saw B. Scott, that bastard. Got a fucking up close and personal with Megan Thee Stallion. Yeah, that was an intimate picture, too. It was. He was right there, man. Yeah, I ain't trying to get him in trouble or nothing, but that was a a good picture. I mean, if he was a real one, he could have dropped a line for a Jim the Juice podcast. Be like, hey, man, I know these cool dudes. They've been digging you up the whole trial. They had your back the whole time. I Just know. give them 15 minutes on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but nope. So yeah. it is what it is. But now, shout out to B. Scott, man. I saw yeah. that. was a That was a dope picture. Yeah. You got I was, I was a little jealous, man. I don't usually be jealous of people, but I was a little mm-hmm. jealous. I'm like, man, that should have nah. been me. <laughs> yeah, I know. Me too, man. The same <laughs> way. Mm-hmm. I wonder how his wife felt. I hope she was yeah. salty. <laughs> <laughs> um, other news. Uh, Jonathan Majors um, got into some trouble, man. And it's funny because the last time we talked about him, we were kind of bigging him up. Bigging him up. Mm-hmm. And then like a day later, he was arrested uh, under like charges of like strangulation and assault against mm-hmm. this woman he was involved with, apparently. Um, his representation said it is not true. There is conflicting reports going on. His lawyer leaked some text messages where basically she's saying that she didn't want him arrested. She was saying it was her fault because she took his phone. Allegedly, the argument started because she thought he got a text from somebody that he was seeing or whatever. Yeah. Some kind of jealousy. You know how girls are, man. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who on your who texting you at this hour? Who who texting you? And, and niggas don't want to show a phone, of course. Woman gets all crazy. It happens. Um, apparently this guy somehow got violent, and I don't know what happened. We don't know what happened, but of course, Twitter, who was quick to just jump on anything, um, Jonathan Majors is now canceled. In uh in the Twitter sphere, okay, I, I think it's safe to say he is considered canceled unless some undeniable proof comes out, which is video evidence. Yeah. Niggas don't believe anything unless it's video evidence, okay? Yeah. So unless video evidence comes out clearing his name, he is hereby canceled by Twitter and people in general. 
Um, Figgy, what are your thoughts? Do you think it's over for Mr. Jonathan Majors, who was just in two blockbuster movies this year? I don't I don't think it's over, but I'm not counting it out yet, man, because look, we still need some stuff answered. We he he like a lot of people saying, oh, it's clear the the woman, you know, dropped the lawsuit or whatever she did. Like, I don't think it's clear, man. Look, he's in he, he's in bed with Disney. That is a big deal, man. And if the block is hot like that and Disney keep him on, I think I think that's not a good look for Disney because they usually they usually pretty tight when it comes to stuff like that. And um I just don't know yet, man. I, I think we got to hear more. We look, man, I hate to be that person, but we we got to see the video to see what happened. And usually videos come out real quick. This one been taking a long time to come out. We mm-hmm. haven't we still have this has been about 2 week, 2 weeks now. And we haven't seen man video for that. And um, even you mentioned earlier, the lawyer leaked the the text messages, which really didn't do nothing. It seemed like it kind of made yeah. it worse. So I'm not look. I'm not sure what happened, but I think whatever happened, I think he kind of. I think I think it was a huge mistake, man. And you know he was he didn't even reach his peak yet. Like he he just got hot and this stuff happened. So, I don't know if this is going to be the end of him, but this is very troubling, and it could mess up his career. It could, you know, he could mess up the Marvel bag. Um, I don't know what else he got going. I think he's supposed to play Dennis Rodman. Yeah. Some show. Um, I don't know, man. This is, I felt like he was going to be a super big star, and this could definitely hurt that. Yeah. So the text, uh, I looked it up. The text said, and this is allegedly from the woman. Um, she said, please let me know you're okay when you get this. They assured me that you won't be charged. They said they had to arrest you as protocol when they saw the injuries on me and they knew we had a fight. Okay. The lawyer put this out, by the way. Yeah. I'm so angry that they did. And I'm sorry you're in this position. We'll make sure nothing happens about this. I told them it was my fault for trying to grab your phone. I only just got out the hospital. Just call me when you're out. I love you. They called me again to check on me, and I reiterated how this was not an attack, and they do not have my blessings on any charges placed. I read the paper they gave about the strangulation, and I said, point blank, this did not occur and should be removed immediately. The judge is definitely going to be told about this. She ensured this to me. I know you have the best team. There's nothing to worry about. I just want you to know that I'm doing all I can on my end. I also said to tell the judge to know that the origin of the call was to me collapsing and passing out and you and your worry as my partner due to our communication prior out of care. She promised I will be relayed. So apparently she's late. She passed out. He was checking. I don't know. Hoping is confusing. I mean, the issue here to me is like this is confirming they had a fight. Yeah. So, yeah, because I mean, look, the lawyers no matter how the context it. is, it's going to look bad that a nigga as big as Jonathan Majors yeah. was having a physical fight with a woman, period. Yeah, because at, remember at the beginning, the lawyers were saying this was totally false. We clear this up. But if it was a fight, it was a fight. Mm-hmm. Like, unless you're just talking about arguing, but 
the whole hospital thing, they seen the bruises and all that stuff. That's a fight. Like, that's a fight. Like, there's no way in hell you should get into it with a woman and she had bruises. Like, that's inexcusable to me. So, I look, I don't know how they're going to clean it up. Maybe Disney, um, maybe Disney going to hide it. Maybe try to cut. Maybe they are trying to cover it up because they don't want to. You know, they invested so much into the Marvel Universe with this dude that maybe they, they're trying to clean it up a little bit or try to sweep it under the rug. But I don't know, man. I think I think it was I think it's a little smoke there. I think it was a little smoke there. I don't think yep. it was just completely, you know, nothing to see here. So uh, I think now I think the question is, what the hell Disney going to do about this? Troy on Facebook says he's supposed to be the next Thanos type level villain in five years, right? Or next five years, right? Mickey gonna find a way to protect him. See, I, I look, I don't I think they would cut bait if the if the stove got too hot. Because Disney is very strict about like their family friendly image when it comes to shit like this. And they can make certain things go away. But when it comes to domestic violence, especially in this era we're in now, they would rather just recast him at that point. You know, there's been some minor controversies. I know, um, remember Letitia Wright and that whole anti-vax shit that happened? She was retweeting a bunch of anti-vax conspiracies and everybody was like, what the fuck is going on? There was some rumors about her not wanting to be on set because she had to get the uh, COVID vaccine and she didn't want to do it. All this stuff happened, but they made that go away. Yeah, you know, suddenly she just stopped tweeting, <laughs> and <Yeah. laughs> everything got cut off. Mm-hmm. But I, when it comes to something like criminal charges that involve violence, I don't think Disney is gonna think that's worth even trying to navigate through. I yeah. think they'll just say "fuck it," we'll recast them, yeah, or something. We'll do a a Terrence Howard. We already did it for one Negro. <laughs> who is supposed to be a big star? We'll get a, the next Don Cheadle to be uh <laughs> to be Kang Part Two. They gonna get fucking uh Michael B. Uh, Michael B. Jordan's already Killmonger. Yeah. Who else could they get to replace uh, Jonathan Majors right now? Honestly, uh, they probably get a nobody. Damn, Sonny Drees. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could happen, man. Who knows? Yeah, but uh, yeah, I think Disney would do that if it got if the stove got real hot because yeah, they're not gonna take that tarnish on their on their brand. So Mm -hmm. we'll see, man. Like I said, I I always wait for information. There are people jumping out the window on both sides. Okay, people swearing he's innocent. People swearing he's guilty. I'm like, look, man, let's wait for some more evidence to come out before um, rush to judgment. But of course, it's Twitter. Nobody does that. So. Yeah, I yeah, I I was just saying the only thing I mentioned about this was damn, he about to drop the bag. He about mm-hmm. to lose the Marvel bag. But um yeah, I don't know what happened and we'll probably never know unless a video come out. Yeah. And I know if a video come out that proved that they it was you know, it ain't got to be a punch to the face or nothing, but mm-hmm. if it was some type of back and forth and you know, force Disney going, they gotta let him go at that point, man. The yeah. video, man, you can never, you know, excuse yourself after seeing the video. 
Like we seen it all the time. We seen it with Ray Rice. Remember they the Baltimore Ravens gonna stick by Ray Rice. Yeah. The NFL suspended them a little bit for it. Once the video came out, that was it. <laughs> yep. So um like the video never helped anybody. So maybe maybe his team is trying their best for that video not to ever come out. Yeah, yeah. Cause look, it it, it has to be something that proves He's innocent 100%. Because if it even looks like a scuffle happened, oh, he's guilty. You know, yeah. like if this if this in any way could be interpreted in a negative way for him, then he's guilty in a court of public opinion. Yeah. So uh, Troy says, how this J, uh, Jonathan Majors compared to the Ezra Miller slash the Flash drama? Yeah, that was a weird period too. Like Ezra yeah. was going around the country like, assaulting people yeah. allegedly kidnapping people and yeah. it was just very strange uh but i don't know it I, was like i think that, 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 I, that I whole think, thing was just strange yeah man. i think honestly i think they it sh- he should get to a point where they i guess cut him out i don't know if they still gonna keep using him because yeah. i think they shot the i think they shot the show or the movie yeah the movie so, had been the movie has been spoke been done for like I want to say like a couple years now. Man. Yeah, so I don't think they just going to trash the movie, but I don't know if they decide to bring him. I don't know if they going to bring him back. Yeah. But um, I think, honestly, the difference is a lot of people don't even know who Ezra Mil- Miller is that much. I, I think Jonathan Majors is a little more popular at the or I, I don't want to say popular, but he's more the flavor of the month right now Yeah. than Ezra Miller because he was in Creed. You know, he was in a couple other shows. He on magazines with the the um the um the pink little rap on. He, he's all over the place right now. So I think that's that's the difference. I think that's why you know a lot of people because I see a lot of people trying to compare that to this situation too. Mm-hmm. Like you know, why ain't nobody talking about this? Or what about this person? He doing this and ain't nobody saying. That. I think that's the reason why because who like. Who was talking about Ezra Miller all the time? Yes. Now, here's the thing, man, because I remember, because I, I, I try to follow all sides of Twitter, and during the Ezra Miller stuff, black Twitter was not talking about no fucking Ezra Miller. or Shade, like, they were not talking about Ezra Miller because nobody knew who the fuck he was, man. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like, it. I think you have a point about that, about Jonathan Majors being, like, one of the biggest stars out right now versus Ezra Miller, who... People still don't know who the fuck this dude is, honestly. Yeah. And the movie got delayed because of his actions in part. And mm. they did clean it up at some point. But I doubt he'll be back as a yeah. Flash after this damn movie comes out, man. Like, they're not going to risk anything with this dude. Plus, he had the uh, I'm gay slash non-binary safety net to fall back on as well so (laughs) (laughs) if Jonathan Majors was gay and hit a man do you really think the outrage would be nearly his (laughs) women women would not care yeah women would not care he's a skinny frail white dude who's also gay slash non-binary so yeah I think people you know, it's the Caitlin Clark thing, man. You know, it's like yeah. it's different when it's somebody yeah. somebody who looks it's, like him. It's cool when so. they do it. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. So 
Yeah, I don't know. We'll see, man. We'll see what happens, man. I don't want to see. I would hope he he didn't just foolishly throw his damn career away over this goofy bullshit. But yeah, I don't know. We'll see, man. We will see what happens. Yeah. Um. Anything else happened this week, man? There had to be something else. Other events or uh there's something i saw that bothered me i can't remember what it was though hmm. uh, i don't know it might be about it man i can't think of anything else and are you gonna go see the super mario movie nah <laughs> Nah, I, I, I'm not really. It, nah, I ain't gonna lie. It do look cool because I remember watching the old Mario show. Remember mm-hmm. when it was like actual people acting that? Yeah, Mario? yeah, yeah. That was I, way back in the day. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember watching that. But um, I don't know. I'm, I'm just not into it, man. Like, if I had a little nephew or something, I would probably. <laughs> go, that'd be a reason to go, but I'm just not into it, man. Yeah, me too. Like, part of me is just surprised it took this. Like, the Bud Light thing. Yeah, uh, Troy brings that up. Yeah, uh, Bud Light got, like, a a, some, a trans person as a spokesperson. And conservative Twitter just lost their mind about it. Oh, really? I ain't see this. Yeah. Yeah, Kid Rock, like, had an AR. And he shot a whole case of Bud Light. And he said, fuck Bud Light. Fuck Anheuser-Busch. And it's like, all right, man. Here's what I'm kind of confused about. Like, do companies just think that any controversy is good at this point? Because, like, if you're Budweiser and you know your base audience because of of beer drinkers, like, I don't know. Like, did they just want this to happen? Did they want the outrage because they want to be seen as you know, are they trying to expand their audience by doing? I don't know. It's just yeah. confusing because I see things like this and I see what Eminem does and shit like that. It's like it's starting to feel at some point like you're trolling right wing people just for the headline. Yeah. You know, I think it's getting to I think I think that's exactly what it is, because when you look at it, it's kind of a win win for them. Mm-hmm. So. Let's say, you know, you had some type of product that or, you know, a product that been around for forever. And you say, you know what, let's let's get a uh, trans woman to be the spokesperson for this item. Now, it's like you, you know, it's a win win because now you you tapping into the LGBTQ stuff. They they going to support you no matter what now. Mm-hmm. But then, the, you know, the conservative people are pissed off. And so now they're talking about it. And now you got the LGBTQ versus the conservative people on the timeline. And, you know, you look up, you say, why is my, why is this trending? Oh, this is why it's trending, because they decided to make the the person um, that's usually a guy or a girl <laughs> a character on, on my product. Now a trans person. It's just like what, like mother. It's it's just Skittles, <laughs> like or just M and M's, like like it's something you ain't got to do. It's the same thing because I think they did that with Arthur. That remember the mm-hmm. the show Arthur. Yeah, I think their teacher was Mr. Rat Ratburn was was I guess got married to a guy, and it's kind of like. <laughs> 
Like, I'm not the person that's like, well, keep the stuff out of the cartoons. I'm, I'm not that person. Like, I don't care that much. But it's like, what was the purpose of that? <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Was, like, honestly, what was the purpose of doing that? <laughs> because it's like, not, what's the purpose it, of like sexualizing anybody? In yeah, a, a because kid's show, man. Like, yeah, because I'm sure animals, dog. Yeah, They're not even show, people. Yeah, yeah. Those shows are not like that. Like, you'll never like you see a mom and dad, sister, brother, friends. Like, you'll never see a. It was never a situation like, ooh, I want to go on a date with her. Or I'm trying to get with this person. You don't you don't really see stuff like that in those type of cartoons. So I was just like, why is they showing them at at the wedding and showing him getting married? Like it just didn't make any sense. But that kind of blew up the timeline a little bit. And it's like, all right, so I guess they got what they wanted. <laughs> because I didn't even know Arthur was still coming on at that time. <laughs> like I didn't know they were still making actual new episodes of it. Mm-hmm. So I guess they got what they wanted and you had some people, you know, from the LGBTQ that was happy about that. And then you had some, you know, the old people on the porch saying, oh, why are they doing this to our cartoons? And, you know, kids don't need to see this. You know, then you had those people, you know, going back and forth with it. So I I think they do do that for this very reason. But see, I wonder if people in those communities like LGBTQ, if they can, if they see through the bullshit, like we do when people try to pander towards black people for like, remember that whole George Floyd thing and all these companies did goofy little things. Like they fucking changed their avatar on Twitter to a black thing or something. Yeah. And you, you, we, we could tell like uh, these companies just riding a wave. Okay. They're riding a wave of, want to be seen as the good guys you know but it's like what are you doing for the community really are you funding people who are trying to segregate and gentrify neighborhoods and take away voting rights for people you know is Bud Light you know involved with Republicans who are trying to revoke trans rights or whatever Mm-hmm. Are they looking into things like this? Or are they just like, yeah, y'all got a, y'all got a trans, yeah, yeah. yeah we like that, that's why I wonder. Like, do y'all realize y'all can be used as well? Because yeah. we black people have realized that a long time ago. Yeah, and I, I think know? it, I think it got to a point where black people, I think they take it too far a little bit. They feel like everything they do is being used. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, maybe this person do has some, you know, some kindness in his heart. Because, you know, like, I'm guilty of that, too. Like, every time, honestly, whenever I see, like, a white person say, oh, yeah, that's that's wrong. I, I support this. I'm like, yeah, they just saying that because I'm right here. Mm-hmm. But honestly, they probably do really support, you know, black folks and black businesses and stuff like that. So it could be something like that. But, yeah, I think I think we kind of get caught up in the moment where we feel like everybody is against us. Yeah. And um, but yeah, that, I think that's a good question. I wonder, like, I'm sure some out there that's like probably not even part of the LGBTQ because that's like to me, I kind of look at that as like the Black Lives Matter movement, mm-hmm. where you know a lot of people say they're part of it, but it's like, what is y'all real intent intention? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, like me personally, I think. You know, the phrase Black Lives Matters is a good phrase, especially in that moment. But I don't know anything about the organization. Like, 
y'all got an office. What, like, where do y'all? How do y'all get the office? <laughs> like, is that coming out your money? Like, where is this money going? Like, what are y'all? Do? Like, I don't know anything about that. So I don't want to put myself with a organization that I don't know anything about or what they're about. And then at the end of it all, it's like, oh, this person was scamming the whole time. Or this person used all the money to buy a Lamborghini. And, oh, mm-hmm. he's paying his, his million-dollar mansion, you know, with the funds that was donated to him. So, like, I don't want to associate myself with any of that. So I'm, maybe some people that kind of look at the LGBTQ kind of like that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a good analogy. I think, um, and I think, and it should, Dave Chappelle even talked about this, but everybody hates him now, so nobody took him too seriously. But I think there is like a civil war between like LGBTQ people. I think the gays, lesbians, and the transgender are like just different factions, man. And I don't, I don't think you can put them under the same umbrella. And that's one thing I think it's kind of discriminatory too. Like everybody got to be under the same umbrella. Yeah. <laughs> if you gay, lesbian, or male or female or female to male, or non-sexual, or all the bisexual, y'all all got to be under the same uh, 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 identifier of LGBTQ. That's almost like if all of us races were just. The minorities, the race. Yeah. <laughs> like so you got black, people, Asians, <laughs> yeah. Hispanics. You got different, you got different communities, you got different people with different goals. Yeah. And part of me feels like that could be part of the problem. Putting everybody in the same umbrella of LGBTQ yeah. by saying I support LGBTQ. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, so yeah, I don't know. It, it's all it's all kind of silly. It, it's getting there's a lot of pandering going on. I'll just say that much. There's a lot of pandering going on. I feel, and you got to be, uh, you have to make sure people's actions match up with what they're saying, because a lot of times it could just be a marketing gimmick mm-hmm. to get their name more out there. But yeah. you look into it and you say, Oh, they're funding Ron DeSantis for his campaign. Yeah. So it could be shit like that going on, man. Mm-hmm. Troy says LGBTQ. Yep. Different factions. They all want to hog the attention. Reminds me of Asian bros. Koreans don't. Yeah. Like Asians all don't fuck with each other, man. Yeah. <laughs> like Chinese and Japanese don't like each other. Koreans and Vietnamese. Like everybody just think Asian is just one race of people who eat the same type of shit yeah. and like the same dog. They got it's, beef with each it, other, man. It's, it's funny. Because, <laughs> it's funny because I was riding in Cleveland and uh, we went past uh, like a little strip mall. And there was a place that said, uh, I forgot the name of the place, but it said Japanese and Chinese food. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, man, it's, that is like, oh, that's some racist ass shit. Like, it really is, man. Yeah, so Japanese and Chinese. So I could get Japanese and Chinese food at one place. <laughs> Sushi and egg rolls, man. Yeah, so it's just like, what? Like, that don't even make sense. But it's like they probably look at it as all the same thing. Like it just ain't number fried rice, meat. <laughs> <laughs> but I just thought that shit was so hilarious, man. I'm like, what? I've never seen a place where it was like, oh, this is a Chinese and Japanese buffet. Yeah, right. We got Korean barbecue too. <laughs> yeah, go, okay. Chinese, Japanese, and Korean barbecue place. <laughs> 
Yeah, Troy says, if a restaurant ever have two Asian ethnicities in it, it ain't either. Probably best going to the mall for that teriyaki bourbon chicken. Yeah, for real. Yeah, yeah. That bourbon chicken be hidden, though, sometimes, man. What, that's, uh, what's that place? A brew? Or what's, what's the name Sapporo of that? or something Sapporo, like that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that should be good, man. <laughs> I know. I know, man. Yeah, they get in there. You want fried me. rice or white rice? You like fried <laughs> rice? Vegetables? <laughs> yeah, like meat? Yes, double meat? <laughs> You're like, uh, yeah, I do double, triple meat. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, go ahead and throw I it in there. upsell, man. Yep. yep, man, you you had that whole big white container mm-hmm. full of rice and meat. Yep, <laughs> it's a good old day, man. I haven't had mall food Sakaro. in fucking forever. Yeah, that's dog. the name of the place, Sakaro. <laughs> Sarku, yeah, Sarku every time, man. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dog. I've, that's been so long ago. Yeah, like. It's like we have two lifetimes pre and post pandemic. Yeah. Like when's the last time you ate mall food, man? When's the last time you was even in a mall like that? Honestly, yeah, not enough to eat food. Like usually, yeah. if I go, I rarely go to the mall. I I go to the Galleria because mm-hmm. it's close. But I will go in and out. Like I'm not yep. sitting there hanging around just walking on a date. Yeah. Like I try to get my ass in or out. <laughs> Like I we used to really time. just be posted at the mall, man. Do <laughs> kids still post up at the mall like they used man, to? That's all know. we used to do back when we were kids, man. We used to go to the mall broke. Just have, oh, yeah. We used to have a bus ticket where we mm-hmm. just get there and get back. Like we used to be broke. We probably had like a <laughs> we probably had money for like a food, <laughs> and and that was it. Like we used to just go just to chill. Like what type or go to look for some girls? Yeah. <laughs> That's, that was a wild time, man. Yeah, that was a wild time. Yeah, now it's like it seemed like every there's. I don't know. I think that's part of the social media fear too, of like all these mall fights and all these airport fights and all this shit. Now you think the mall's a dangerous place. Now you think the airport's a dangerous place. Yeah. So, but that's just how shit is, man. But yeah, yeah I wonder if kids still post up at the mall all day like we used to. I doubt it. Yeah, I mean, if I, I had a fucking so, iPhone, I wouldn't be posted up at the mall all day when I was a kid. We had nothing yeah. better to do. Yeah, we had nothing to like, do. Like, hey, let's just go around and like, window shop. Yep, nobody had phones. The, yep, i go yeah. to all the nerdy stores. I, I would go to the Japanese import store where they had all this shit I couldn't afford to buy and all the anime that wasn't even out in America yet. Yeah. And I'd be like, damn, I wish <laughs> we could afford this, man. Yeah. Look at the shoes I couldn't afford. Be like, damn. So, yeah, good yeah. times at the mall, man. Great times. <laughs> yeah. Um, Anything else happened? I feel like there's some shit we're missing, but it probably wasn't that important. Yeah. Um, SWV and Escape are beefing with each other after their show aired. Yeah. What the fuck happened? What's, cra- what's crazy is, like, I see, like, I ain't watched that show. But I seen a lot of people reacted to that show saying they probably shouldn't have did that sh- that reality show because it, like now it's like I guess uh, certain members accusing other members other members of stealing money and all this other stuff, and they kind of looking bad. They kind of going out looking bad. So yes, know. what I mean, nobody should do a reality show if you respect yourself. Yeah, I would. <laughs> like, I, I couldn't do it because your eyes gonna look goofy. Yeah, the only time I would do a reality show if it was something positive, which probably wouldn't make it because it's probably too damn positive. But if it was like a, a day in the life of Figgy Fig or something, 
where I'm like exploring the world and do others. Kind of like remember how Rob and Big used to be. Like that show yeah. was about nothing, but they mm-hmm. was doing some cool stuff on there. Like, like they was just having a good time. Like I would do something like that, but not no drama where I'm like, you know, put me in a room with some other people and watch us fight and argue all fucking day. Like that's not me, man. I can't. I couldn't do nothing like that. I feel like you gotta have no integrity to <laughs> do do something like that. No, I agree, man. Like, look, especially I hate when like people we think are legends do this shit too. Cause you all like look, this show was built to make drama yeah. about stupid bullshit. So everybody's gonna look bad on them shows, man. Yeah. Like everybody. So um, oh, how do you feel about this? I saw some news about uh uh men's plastic surgery is booming. I saw something like a number, I don't know if the number is true, but something like 1.4 million Americans, men in America, are getting plastic surgery and things like BBLs, abs, lipo, mm-hmm. all that stuff done. It's a, uh, a a story on the uh, Daily Mail, so believe it if you want. Yeah. But it says America's booming secret: male plastic surgery industry revealed 1.3 million men in America are getting BBLs lipo and ab implants that cost up to four thousand dollars each year in what has been dubbed the quote daddy do-over more men than ever are getting surgeries like liposuctions facelifts and bbls now i have a question about the bbl (laughs) now is it are these men like straight men getting bbls i was confused about that part because I feel I, like that was transsexual yeah, type. I, I think, to be honest, I think they are, man. I think they are because maybe not black men, but I think it is probably some white men who probably want a, a, a bigger butt. I guess I don't know. Not not, <laughs> not not saying it's like a Kim K type of butt, oh, but God. maybe they just want a little some little little extra back there or something. I don't know. Like I, I don't I'm know. seeing these pictures of Bandman Kevo, who I guess <laughs> was one of the few that, people who admitted he got surgery. Yeah, that's the guy. Um, we actually talked about him before on this show. Yeah, uh, who got the uh, B, the the abs, yeah, <laughs> the fake abs and the arms and all that stuff. So Dog, he, this he, dude look ridiculous, man. He do. It, it's funny because every time like a blog posts him. They be like, look at BBL man. Think he always got something. They just call him BBL <laughs> man. And he, um, a lot of the times he talked about his girl BBL. Like he got his girl at BBL, and you know all his work done. And he like, yeah, fill her ass. Just feel real. All this stuff. That's the dude. I was telling you about him. I'm like, man, I think he got a problem. I think he, you know, I, you say people be addicted to like surgery and stuff like that. I think he's addicted to surgery and shit, man, because it's getting way out of control for you to, you know, get surgery on abs and all that stuff. That stuff don't make any sense. Like, don't like, just work out, man. <laughs> there are certain things I can understand, like to an extent, like let's say you work out but have trouble getting fat out of one place. If you get yeah. lipo, I that, get that. My different. my issue is like the fake muscles and abs yes. and shit. Yeah. You can't. It's like that. 
Dog, he got like fake pectoral muscles, man. He looks ridiculous, dog. Yeah. I'm looking at some of these pictures, man. It's like, come on, dog. <laughs> like, it looks like his whole body fake. The fake yeah. abs shit is just, it, it, come on, man. That, that's ridiculous, man. Like, look, man. I like. I understand if you was like, if you lost a hundred some pounds mm-hmm. and you got all this extra skin and you getting rid of the skin and all that stuff. That's understandable. But to get fake muscles is ridiculous, yeah. man. Dog. Like, I've been going to the gym for four weeks straight. And I'm starting to get a little, you know, mm-hmm. I'm starting to get a little buff now. Like, dog, it's, it's a lifestyle. People don't realize, man, it's a lifestyle change, man. It's, yeah. not, it's not just, you know, getting the muscle and you keep doing what you're doing. You but got- the thing is, man, these rappers don't want to change their lifestyle. They want to still get drunk and smoke weed and do all the shit that's not conducive to uh, being healthy and fit. Yeah. Yeah, niggas ain't Which is really just being lazy. Yeah, niggas ain't drinking water or nothing, man. Yeah. (laughs) So, but the thing is, man, that the thing that gets me is like when you're a man and and goes this far, like you're doing it for yourself. Yeah. Because it's not like women think this shit is sexy. Yeah. You know, ask any woman if she'd be cool with a man getting a BBL, a man getting lipo, a man getting. Uh, at fake abs, yeah. They tell your ass to just work out, yeah. And women will just look. They'll they'll fuck with you if you got fat, man. Okay, yeah, women, if you, women if you got actually, a little flab around, they don't give a shit. Women actually in like women actually like the dad bods. Yeah, they like they like little little uh, chunky men that some yeah. Of, yeah. They not now, super. I've strict. seen these. I've seen these sexy female fitness influencers. With like dudes who are a little bit chubby, yeah, they, it's yeah. like dog. They don't care about the body they, like that. Yeah, man. they not looking for men like oh he just gotta have abs. Mm-hmm. Like if you ain't got no abs, no. Like it's nothing, nothing like that. Like women, I think women like more of the character of the guy. So, they like, they like a personality. Money are, are the things that trump everything. Okay, yeah. And mainly, a lot of the cases, the money. <laughs> so, I mean, as long as you got money, look at Rick Ross. Rick Ross seemed like he always got a bad bitch around him, and look at his body. Yeah. So, like, his personality is money. It's other things you can actually work on to get. But I think men think women think like we do. Yeah, you know, where we like we're all body. about the body. We want the sexiest person around us. And it's like they I think a lot of women think of dude who's too sexy is like and too fit and cut. They think that's gay. Yeah. Look at all these male bodybuilders, all these women in the comments calling him gay. Like yeah. it's gay for a man to care about his body that much. It's gay for a man to shave himself. It's gay for a man to like they think any man who is that obsessive about his looks is gay. Yeah. So. And, and also, I think. I think uh, a, a man that's that built like that, I think women become a little insecure a little bit yes absolutely where it's like man he working out all the time he that strict Mm -hmm. like i can't be with nobody like that i think and i i totally get it man i'm not saying it's a bad thing but let's be real like us guys we we'll try we'll get with anybody but it is a little intimidating when it's a girl you try it's a girl that you know you could talk to and she like a super healthy fitness person because it's like, damn, like, I'm not that healthy like that. And this girl, vegan, she work out all the time. She run all the time. It's kind of, it's a little intimidating. 
not saying it's going to scare us away, but I do think it could scare women away or even turn them off. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, it's dudes just doing it for yourself. You want to look sexy in the mirror for yourself at that point. Or yeah. other dudes, I don't know, man, because that, that's that's kind of strange. <laughs> yeah, man, if you got to, if you look, just get in the gym, eat healthy, drink water. You ain't got to do all that, man. You yeah. ain't got to look. So, so, your body just, you ain't, we ain't going to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger in his prime, man. Look, unless you want to do steroids and cut your life short. Yeah, it ain't gonna happen, man. So, do the best you can with what you got. Yeah, what I've learned to do, and that's all you can do, man. Don't don't spend four thousand dollars on the fucking BBL, okay? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, crazy, <laughs> shit, ridiculous, yeah. man. Imagine telling your girl or your wife, "Hey, girl, I just spent four thousand dollars on my abs. How do I yeah. look?" Yeah, I just got some like, bitch. That's vacation money. Yeah. Like, damn. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, you could yeah, start yeah. the business with that. Right? That, that's <laughs> LLC money. We could have stayed loading bills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? What was that woman gave? Uh, that woman gave that man property for his money. <laughs> <laughs> wanted... Oh my God, that was that was that nuts. woman that gave that man property for his birthday. Yeah, <laughs> and he wanted a Rolex. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with people, man? Yeah, <laughs> it was just paperwork. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Oh, oh man. God, man. you can't make this shit up, man. <laughs> <laughs> property for his birthday. Oh God. <laughs> anyway, that should kill me. Uh, so yeah, I think that might be about it, man. I can't see no more topics yeah. on the uh on the timeline. So we're gonna ahead, go ahead and wrap this one. Tab says I lost 50 pounds just cutting soda and fried foods out of my diet, plus no snacking. Yeah. yeah, man. Ultimately it comes down to calories in versus calories out, man. That's yeah. the thing I learned the hard way because I love to eat. Yeah. But um, yeah, you just got to watch the calories. You got to stop snacking, drink water, cut out all the sugar mm-hmm. and processed foods, man. It's it's pretty. Everybody knows how to lose weight. That's the thing. Everybody. When when you get your body right, people always ask you, like, what's your secret? Uh, what do you do? Yeah. Like, nigga, you know what to do. Yeah. You just don't want to do it. Yeah. And I didn't want to do it. Yeah. I made myself do it. So make yourself do it, man. Yeah. You honestly like I'm going through that now. Like, you really got to eat right, man. Yeah. Like, I'm not sitting there saying you can't eat anything at all, but you really got to pay attention to the the calories and stuff. You got to read the back of labels. Mm -hmm. Man, that shit is hard. Like, you, man, you know how many times, like, as of recent, like, my wife went to McDonald's or let's go here. And you want something? I'm like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> then you gotta watch her eat a yeah, fucking Big Mac in front of you. Yeah, eating the fries, fries smell all good and shit. Yeah, I'm you just like snacking nope. on some celery. <laughs> yeah, but let me get a water. <laughs> you eat some carrot sticks. She eating some delicious McDonald's fries. Yeah, and drinking a shake. And you're like, fuck, that smell good. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, like, I'm not totally against that, but you like. When you look at the calories from uh, like a McDonald's meal, that shit is like two thousand calories, yes. man. 
And and let's be real, that shit do not fill you up. That just mm-hmm. keep you all right for that moment. And you're gonna get hungry again. Like your your calorie intake should be like eighteen hundred for the for the whole day. Like if you wanna, you know, lose weight and get healthy, like you should not be eating two thousand <laughs> worth of calories at one for a meal like that. So it's just like, damn, that shit was tough, man. But Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm start I, I know if I go a couple more weeks then it'd probably be a little normal. Mm-hmm. Like like the other day we we went and got Popeyes because we had a gift card. Like the shit didn't even hit the same. I ain't even finished my yeah. food, man. Where I'm just like, uh, like I got full quick. And I was just like, uh, like I'm I don't even want the rest of this. This don't even taste right. <laughs> yeah. Like and that's one thing that that's how you know like food is bad for you. Because it's like a drug when you like <laughs> your body can't take like alcohol. When you stop drinking alcohol for a long, I can't drink alcohol no more, man. Really? Every time I drink, I get a fucking headache. Every Damn. time I drink, I get a headache. Damn. And I used to go crazy, man. But I can't drink anything without getting a bad headache. Now I'm like, I, I don't even drink no more, man, really. Damn. And the same way as like when you eat bad food and you stop for a while, you clean up the diet, then go back and eat a burger. You're like, ugh. It just it tastes nasty, man. It fucking it's like you, it feels like it shouldn't be in your body. Yeah, but I'm not gonna act like this shit's not re- delicious because it is. Yeah. But but yeah, it's tough, man. Yeah. So yeah, everybody get your mind right, get your body right. Yeah. You like Figgy Pig over here doing, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. I think that's about it, man. I think we can go ahead. Are you watching anything lately? Anything you've been catching up on? Are you going to watch the Barbie movie? Nah, I ain't going to watch the Barbie. (laughs) Nah, like, I I was intrigued. I watched the trailer, and I was just like, this actually looked like a cool production, but Mm -hmm. I ain't going to watch that. I I don't know anything about Barbie. I don't think you need to know anything besides it's a doll. Yeah, (laughs) but, but yeah, I ain't, you know, I don't want to, like... I just nah, I feel you though. Yeah, like what am I gonna watch it for? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I just you know, like Super Mario's I understand because I played the games and you kind of know the storyline a little bit. Like, what's the storyline for Barbie? <laughs> like, she just living yeah. in the Barbie world. <laughs> like, what's the like? I, I've I've read some of the uh, plot descriptions. They actually sound kind of interesting, but I mean, I don't give a shit, man. Yeah. But I, you could tell, like they, of course, they had to make something out of nothing the same way they made uh the battleship movie with rihanna like they'd be taking the most random shit and making movies about it man like grant we're talking about gran turismo a game with no story you're gonna make a movie about yeah (laughs) it done took a board game like battleship and put rihanna in it yeah it's a serious movie y'all about that like what you gonna make a movie about Crossfire next? Remember yeah. that? Remember that thing? <laughs> <laughs> make a Monopoly I'll make movie. Make fucking Connect for the movie. Yeah, Monopoly. Monopoly movie. Them, I, I'm surprised they have not made a Monopoly. Me movie. Me too. I can see that'd be kind of fired, honestly. Yeah, they could kind of make it like a Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, like a bunch of rich people buying Try, up all. Like yeah. I don't know how they would do it, but it, it, I yeah. seem like it would be kind of fire. Yeah, we need a mark. We need to write they that They can make it like a fucking Jumanji or something, where like yeah. uh, they they're playing a game, but it like has real life consequences in it. Yeah, yeah, like you, it's it's some type of competition. Yeah, and you just you know you trying to get this property, and you know 
You got to bid on that. You got to bid to, you know, wherever you land, you get the buy. I think they could do something like that. That has to be all right. I think so. Yeah, I think so but, too, man. But niggas ain't creative at all. So <laughs> they just want to remake nah, Juice man. and remake all this other bullshit. So. Dog, I think Shazam. We gonna look back and think and see Shazam two like killed comic book movies, man. <laughs> I think because that movie did that movie tanked, it bombed, and now it's like everybody's talking about the end of comic book movies now. And how mm. everybody's getting t- superhero fatigue and all this shit. They got Guardians of the Galaxy three coming out soon and all this shit. Yeah, and it's like, man, it's might be the end. I don't know, man. We'll see. Yeah, but, but yeah, I don't know. They don't make good movies like Jumanji anymore. Jumanji was a good movie, man. Yeah, I, I, they don't make fucking movies like that no more, man. They don't make good Robin Williams type movies. Yeah. Oh, uh, let's go ahead and wrap this thing up. Oh, yeah, one more thing. Uh, Glorilla said she went to jail for three years for stealing cereal. <laughs> yeah, apparently she tweeted that she went to jail for three years for stealing cereal. And then uh, she came back in an interview and said that was a lie. <laughs> so I want to know what cereal it was, if it was true. Yeah. Man, she looked like somebody is still serious. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> that fucking man. cinnamon toast crunching in her yeah. fucking Gucci bag or whatever, man. <laughs> but uh, yeah. On that note, we can go ahead and wrap this podcast up, man. Been a good time hanging with y'all on this early Thursday evening. Appreciate everybody who stopped by on our little excursion here, Miguel Martinez. Tab, Pablo, your wife, Christina, drunk up in the chat. Uh, everybody who came through, Tab, of course, Troy. Ashman, Troy, all y'all coming through, showing love on the podcast. We love y'all as well. Appreciate y'all. Uh, hopefully, Figgy gets that producer of the year award, man. We're going to have a celebration I for know. that if he does. Yeah. Yes. A- April so. 27. So, April 27. We'll keep y'all updated. Yes, yes, we'll have an extravaganza if he wins. So yeah. <laughs> definitely we'll pull out all the stops. So appreciate all y'all. Love y'all. And until next time, peace.